welcome back to another SpongeBob episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, a mild Bobby sauce. I'm Zach Main, and I'm here with Alexander Beardsley, and I am a huge SpongeBob fan. And we are here to <laughs> review SpongeBob SquarePants Season 5, Episode 9, The Krusty Sponge, and Sing a Song of Patrick. Indeed. These two are, episodes. Yeah, and two, for me, some memorable episodes. Bangers? Uh... Well, at least one of them is highly regarded in the terms of uh, SpongeBob tiers of episodes. In the, um, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. In your own tier, or no? In, I was reading in the general on, tier. Yeah, there's like a uh, top 100 list or something. Oh yeah, you know there Dave is. Meltzer. Uh, he rated this one like seven stars out of five. <laughs> Indeed, that's a uh, wrestling I mean, yeah, joke. They're they're pretty fun, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that more in just a few minutes. But we like to talk about nonsense for a few minutes when we <laughs> come <laughs> back. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what's been going on with us. Haven't had an episode for a couple weeks, I don't think. But that's been basically the the normal schedule the past while anyway this past run but we're back with more but uh and on a holiday week too we're oh yeah we're doing it despite fourth of july coming right up yeah independence day in america huge thing for both of us because we're both proud to be an americans yeah if you're not uh, american you don't maybe know what goes on on fourth of july basically you get all your friends and family together you go to someone's house and you watch Independence Day, the movie, uh, and that's it. You stay inside, you have laughs, um, you drink water, and, uh, you know, you... Big water holiday, you, for sure. Yeah, it's all about uh, watching movies and celebrating yeah. the movie Independence Day. Yeah, specifically that one movie. Uh it wasn't really a big deal in America until that movie came out in 1999. That's when <laughs> yeah. we really started celebrating the That's, 4th of July. Mm-hmm. That was when we really gained our independence. Right. Um, you know, I was playing soccer last night, actually. No way. It's, you know, a week before 4th of July, and people were just lighting off fireworks. No way. Not that you could, like, because we had, like, an open gate thing. Um, not that you could see them if you were outside anyways, because the air was so smoky from fucking Canada. From the wildfires wild in Canada. That right. shit is both wild and fire. <laughs> <laughs> As the kids Literally. Uh, yeah, it has been interesting with the bad air quality here where we're at in Michigan, which uh, it's not something we've dealt with too bad in our lifetime or maybe ever that I'm aware of. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Where the it's like really like you, you literally it's like smoky outside and it's crazy because this is smoke from really fucking far away. Like it's traveled a really long way to get to us, which is wild to me. That's how much there is. Supposedly, there's like several hundred fires going 
at mm-hmm. once, and that's why it's like a continual thing. And like, I know my one coworker was like, "This is probably not gonna like go away immediately. Like, we're gonna be dealing with this for a while, uh, which is crazy." Yeah, I, I'm trying I mean, to play soccer and be outside and let my dogs roam without right being. I know. I definitely. Dead. I definitely have gotten like I haven't felt totally right. Um, when I'm outside, like I definitely have gotten like little headaches and stuff, which I don't know if it's completely related, but it seems like it is. I to played me. two soccer games on Tuesday when it was pretty bad. It was still unhealthy, and I have asthma. Honestly, I did not feel well. That's good. Like I was losing stamina. Like for a small period of time, I smelled like burning, and I was like, either I'm gonna have a stroke or maybe it's from this thing but hopefully it goes away and it did i don't know but i've I've been staying out of it yeah i even mowed my lawn in a mask i'm sure my neighbors were like look at this this fucking liberal jackhole yeah this jag off yeah yeah um, by the mask yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it is what it is it's it's kind of crazy i know some people are wearing masks for it i don't know how helpful that is Better um, than nothing. Right? I guess it's better than nothing. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're wearing the like respirator kind, uh, it would make sense. Yeah. But I don't really know anymore. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, people are uh, affected by it. Um, I know I, my cat seemed like he didn't like it the other day. He was out there briefly, and he was like, "Nah." Yeah, crazy times. <clears throat> Everything's uh, falling yeah. apart at once over here. But, but uh, uh, I uh, have been catching up on a lot of stuff. I don't think I mentioned it last time, but I'm totally caught up on One Piece in the manga anyway. So Can you confirm? Is it real or not? The, the One Piece? Yeah. I would say probably, yeah. Yeah. Is it friendship? <laughs> uh, it's something. Spoiler alert. Spo- spoiler alert for One Piece, I guess. All we really know is that it's whatever it is, it's very funny. It made everyone laugh when they saw it. So. It's the manga One Piece. Yeah. It's like self-referential. <laughs> it's, it exists inside of itself. <laughs> when the it, It's got to be. I don't know. We're going to find out what it is, I'm sure. Uh, sooner than later. The shit. I mean, it's not going to go. Both? It can't go that. Sooner and then later. Like, we'll learn twice. Sooner or later. Oh. One or the other. You said sooner than later. Sooner than later, it means... Yeah, both times. <laughs> yeah, you know, sooner before later. Rather than, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's more likely to happen sooner. Than. Mm-hmm. With an A. Depends um, on your definition of the two, but that's cool. We just played uh, the AEW, AEW game. Fight Forever. Uh-huh. We had a close thumbtack lights out match. It's yeah. an interesting little It's an interesting little thing. ditty. I feel like none of our fans are wrestling fans, which is funny because I felt like early on we talked a lot about it, and we still kind of do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I'm sure, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't seem like anyone's like a huge fan, but I think, I don't know. I'm sure there are some people who we don't know about who probably appreciate that. There's probably people that know us because of wrestling that listen to this that don't really Possible. like talk to us that much you know or reach out specifically which is fine because not everybody wants to do that um i'm sure there's some level of interest 
from some of our audience, but sure. Um, do you listen to the Sony podcast still at all? Yeah, yeah. And did you do the the gang wrestles for the troops? Yeah, they covered that one, and they were just like talking so much wrestling, but they had no idea what they were talking about. And right, it was kind of like weird because you know they'd be like, "Oh yeah, Macho Man." randy orton or something <laughs> yeah and they would like not you know they would like have these things kind of wrong right in their head a little bit yeah um, yeah because they aren't like big they like were fans a long time ago you know yeah. never like kept up with it or whatever so yeah it was kind of funny uh at least you know that our stuff is factual and true <laughs> we we know wrestling yeah yeah i mean they I, there wasn't too much that glared out to me with that i thought they did a pretty good job talking yeah. about it and stuff. it was still funny but I uh, just, yeah it there was, was a couple yeah factual. one of them got macho man really wrong I, it was glenn i think said just the wrong mm-hmm. thing completely uh i can't remember but anyway uh i did want to say too i i finished mad men which is something i've been watching for a long time now uh and never finished it i watched it a lot when it was on tv still and that was kind of fun to i mean it's always cool to like check something off your list like that and i thought the ending was all right if you've seen it any of our listeners have seen it you know what i'm talking about it's a very ambiguous ending there's no real definitive this happens or this happens it's very like up to you to be like I think maybe this happened. You're like, you know? the ending fucking sucked because the stuff I made up in my head afterward was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, so it was really good until I had to do the writing and then that part sucked. No, no, it was fine. <laughs> and honestly, I like ambiguous endings. I don't know. For some reason, I had it in my head like the main character was going to die, but I guess that's just because of Breaking Bad. I was thinking that. I don't know. It was sure. weird. Because it like, was also an AMC show on at yeah. the same time. But uh, The Walking Dead kind of had no ending. I watched that. I mean, I didn't watch a lot leading up to it, but I watched the last one. I was like, oh, there's just no ending. You know, it's not like, here's how everything explained and here's how this is moving forward. It's like, okay, it's just an episode. It just, the world continues. Right. Which yeah. is kind of like a little shitty, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, they, they have spinoffs and, and everything, and I think they just kind of gave up uh, from the show, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's always interesting. But anyhow, uh, that and then I was excited because um, a new Wes Anderson movie came out, Asteroid City. I'm probably actually going to go see that because, like, I used to always see his movies when they came out, but I didn't see the last few. I caught up on those. I saw Isle of Dogs and The French Dispatch yesterday. thought those were both really good. French Dispatch is pretty weird, but, like, not bad. Uh, this is Louis Anderson. Yeah, Louis Anderson. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been good about like actually watching things lately, which I feel like is something I haven't been good about the past few years. Like I haven't been in the movies in a long time. Man, speaking of uh, watching movies and criticizing them, this first episode of SpongeBob has a very famous movie critic in it. Who is it? Well. Maybe it's about time y'all found out. Time to fuck around so you can find out. Know what I mean? Indeed. It sounds like maybe... Well, I can't tell for sure if you are this, so I guess I'll ask. 
I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about any of and we're back with the crusty sponge indeed and this episode First aired on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon on July the twenty fourth of two thousand seven. So just uh, fifteen, almost fifteen years ago. And yeah, and to in to, about to now a month. Yeah, less yeah. a little bit less, less than a month. Yes, and uh, that's great. Um, I never saw these episodes before, by the way, uh, but it was storyboard directed by Aaron Springer, written by him, and Eric Shaw, creative director, was Big Baller, Vincent Waller, animation director, of course, Andrew Overtoom. Vroom, vroom, Andrew Overtoom. Vroom, vroom, yeah. it's Andrew Overtoom, and... <laughs> Special guest star, Gene Shalit. <laughs> What a name that is. Uh, and it was supervising produced by the man with two eyes, or two B. No, no, wait, wait. He's a man who likes ladies with two Bs and three Ts, and he likes to look at Google. them with his two eyes. <laughs> He enjoys oogling and ogling with his two eyes. It's full name Paul Gasol Tibbet, of course, better known as Paul Tibbet. But Paul is short for Paul Gasol. Indeed. And this episode uh, was originally paired with Squidwood, I believe, in uh, the Patrick presidential whatever it was thing. Um, it was a special. Yeah, it was basically all the ones at the beginning. Uh, yeah, so it used to be paired with that, but has since hey, now it's been not. paired with "Sing a Song of Patrick," which we're not talking about that yet. We're not. Hey, yeah. hey, just wait. Hold your horses for that. Yeah, we already did Squidwood. You guys might remember, but that. you may remember Squidwood from earlier this season. I believe. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's the guy who lives next to SpongeBob. White Squidwood. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Indeed. laughs> Widowy. <laughs> <laughs> He's widowy hidden to Gwitty right now. <laughs> Into the questy crab. Uh, uh, yeah, so the guy, of course, the special guest, Gene Shallot. Right? Did you know who Gene Shallot was? Going into this? Not by name. Let me let me see what his picture looks like. I mean, his likeness is you know, part Correct. of his gimmick is looking exactly like they make him look in oh, there. Oh, shit. But even maybe a bit more cartoonish in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has a living cartoon. Giant mustache. So he used to, like, do essentially what he does in here. I think he would review movies and stuff either in newspapers or on TV, uh, mostly TV. And uh, the funny thing is, you know how I knew him? 
I guess you don't remember him being in Family Guy? Uh, no, I don't recall. Peter does some kind of thing where he can transform into stuff, and one time he goes, look, I'm Gene Shalit now, and he looks like that. And that that is the only <laughs> bit that I knew about him for the longest time. Guy is still alive, right? Ninety seven years old. Something like that. Old That's ass nuts. motherfucker. Yeah, but at this point he would have been like eighty two. Yeah. He's still 80. old as hell at this point. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Uh I mean it was less he was younger than that, but still old for sure. 97, this is 2007. Yeah, Um, it's 15 years, isn't it? 15 years minus 97 would be 72. What? Right? Or no. Wait, 82? You're right, you're right. This is 2007, it's 2023 currently. I guess it seems like it's been longer of time is that 15 it's like 16 16 yeah, you're years right. he's so he's the like higher end of 90 so he's like so it's 81 81 yeah so he's still huh. a very old man yeah definitely that's pretty wild yeah and now he's 97 yeah. uh anyways this episode begins at the crusty crab probably could have guessed it by the name uh, and we have a, a fun little exchange with Squidward taking orders, right? They kind of milk this into a little silly cold open. Uh, oh, they milk it all right. Yeah, it's basically this guy who uh, he's obviously overweight and he has a bit of a neck beard and big glasses. You can't even see his face, yeah. like his eyes. Um, and he's trying to like order a bunch of food without making it look like he's a gluttonous fat Right, guy. right. Yeah, he's like, hey, if I... And it's funny, because we, the audience, don't know that these guys aren't friends, because he's like, hey, if I get... He just turns to the guys behind him. He's like, hey, if I get some kelp fries, you guys are going to share them with me, right? And they're like, do we know you? Like, so then you're like, oh, that's... I thought that was really funny. Right, right yeah, bat. he just randomly. Like, and then he's like, uh, yeah, two orders of fries, please. So you're making it think like, oh, one order's too big. So will my you guys f- share them with me? Right, right. And they're like, do we know you? And he's like, all right, I'll take two, just for me. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> but, right. But then Squidward's like, and two orders of, I only said one order. And he's like, uh, okay, I thought you said two. Okay, I'll have two. You know, he's right. like, okay, fine, it forced me. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, if you arm. already rang it up as two, I, yeah, you I'll, can, I'll just take. I'll two. just take two. Yeah. It, knowing full well this guy wanted two, a lot of food. Yeah, he probably wanted three. Uh huh. Um, Squidward goes to stuff the order that he wrote down into the uh, order window. Yeah, and it's completely packed. It looks like uh, the mailbox when Christmas is coming around the corner. Yeah, like stuffed full with uh, orders, so they're not getting taken or there's a lot completed yeah Yeah. they've just been piling up so uh that's like that and then it bursts open as uh squidward walks back towards the register to take the next order and he's upset now and he barges into the kitchen to confront spongebob who you can see is doing the thousand yard stare which they even bring up by name which is interesting right but that is what you know, if you didn't know that, that's kind of a popular term, at least around here. Um, well, you it's, know, it's uh, not like something they made up. It's like 
Right. Well, it's a it's a military, it's a PTSD thing. Like that's yeah. where it originates from, and Forced it's where down. people get legitimately like locked into a stare where they're basically I don't know exactly what it is, what's happening mentally or uh, you know with their brain or whatever. But it's like getting locked in a trance, basically. Yeah. Um, and it is a real thing, and it's weird, because Mr. Krabs... I think it's weird, because in a minute, Mr. Krabs will say something about my war days or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck, SpongeBob? Like, I don't know. Strange to me. I guess we were still in 07, so it's like there's still a little bit of this, like, uh, Iraq war, like, American pride happening in the world. I don't know. Uh it, it, I feel like they wouldn't make that sort of reference today in a SpongeBob episode, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not I mean, sure. Right. But, anyways, he like moves him, and the way that he moves is like he's uh, like a plastic figure. Um, and that's why, like, I've seen this before, but I was like, that's not him. That has to be like a decoy. Like his hat falls over sideways, right. he's just not moving. And it's funny because Squidward's like, uh, his spatula's still warm, but like, he hasn't taken orders in a while. So why would it be warm? Um, I mean, it's kind of like, like, is he de- is he dead? Sort of like, oh yeah, no, he doesn't want to feel. How his, long has he been dead? Doesn't want to feel his pulse, but he'll touch his spatula. That okay, that's funnier now. That yeah, you put it like that. Um, he pokes him in the eye. It just comes back you yeah know, no reaction goes in and out. have you seen those videos online i get these in my instagram and stuff where it's people eating a shitload of spicy shit and then they always go no reaction at the end no it's real stupid it's dumb as hell because mm. they all say it there's like multiple guys they'll like put a bunch of hot sauce and stuff into like volcano ramen or whatever and eat it all with like takis and stuff it's like real stupid <laughs> And it's sort of like ASMR, too, because it's like them eating it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's bizarre, because at the end, they always go, no reaction. Like, it's like this big flex. Yeah. Like it's stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. I need to get some more volcano sauce now that you say that. Yeah, I might, I might get some on the ride home. One the for first the ride two here. days, it was available. I got it both days. Yeah. I also had to get food quickly because of the positions I was in. But Yeah, for me, it's more so like... I would like a treat. Well, I I like to do Taco Bell on Wednesdays. That's my thing. And then I just started doing it where um I order it on the app now cuz yeah, you me can too. like cuz the volcano sauce was early on the app. I know. I think I got it like a day early That's or the something. only reason I got the app. And <laughs> so th- now it's like why would I never have it? It's so easy. The thing is too cuz every time my Taco Bell's busy, right? So like I went up there today and i'm like there's a long ass line and it's like look at these fucking suckers my food's ready inside and i'm yeah. just gonna go grab it well i mean you can do the drive through way too but i prefer to just go grab it personally sure. but either way it's like you don't gotta like say it to them and make sure they got it right you right can that's customize true it. if it were yeah right if it were the drive through the thing is i can never count on the drive through being short at sure. mine yeah, it's like always a long line so Definitely. it's like fuck like i don't want to I don't know. Time time is valuable. I don't have fucking twenty minutes to sit in a line. Time for is for Taco Bell. Money. But um it is cool. It's a very nostalgic feeling. We already talked about it oh, off yeah. the podcast. It but burns it's like uh, good. 
Yeah, it's, it's really tasty, not that yeah. spicy at all. I, I mean, you, I just like you feel it. No, after, no, for sure. for sure. It's like a t- but going it's down, it's just like savory, like yeah, no, it's just like creamy, a perfect uh, taste. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. I wish it never went away. Now we definitely sound like some Americans. I'm sure it's a. Uh, I mean, right? I guess it probably isn't as big anywhere than in America. It's Taco been Bell gone for too long. Yeah. And I'm glad it's back. It's a good feeling. Good time to be an American. Yeah. Speaking of American money, uh, Krabs comes into the kitchen and he's shaking him. What's gotten into you, fucking boy? He says. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then Squidward even says that he's in some kind of self-induced trance, which is exactly what you were describing. Um, And... uh, Krabs, Krabs recognizes yeah. that it's what it is, uh, and he's like, "Oh, I had it myself in me service days." Is what and he's he says. sweating heavily. Uh, what is it? What is it? He's got to know. We're losing money. His hat falls off. There's uh, a sheet of paper rolled up in there with a little lion on it. It's a calendar, and it turns out that today there's a date circled the 23rd. It's important. Food critic visits Krusty Krab Day. So this is enough to paralyze SpongeBob, apparently. Yeah, and Squidward's like, yeah, really, that's it. Uh, only a complete moron would worried about would be worried about what some critic has to say. Uh, and then they're both like sitting there shivering. Although before Krabs. SpongeBob was completely immobile, and now he's at least shivering to show he, it's, it's a like good he's sign. Alive, actually, and right. then. Crabs now is doing the same thing. Quivering, as the subtitles say. Yeah. But it's yeah. funny, though, too, because Squidward lives most of his life wanting approval from critics, you know? Um, but in this case, he's high and mighty. Indeed. Right. He's, uh, I mean, he doesn't care about the Krusty Krab, though, you know? He would yeah. care about, like, critiques art. of his art or dancing Music. or whatever. Yeah. Even though we saw in one of the last episodes, he really doesn't actually care what people have to say. He's just going to do what he wants anyway and just mm-hmm. hope he wins them over because he's, like, dumb and stubborn. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's no better than them, basically. For sure. All but that he's to like, say that. I rest my case, which means he yeah, called them I'm, complete more. I'm the smart guy around here. And just then, we get a figure walking up to the door. Looks... Just like Gene Shalit, but as a fish. It's um, Gene Scallop. Yeah, he's... So if you don't know what he looks like, he has, like, curly, almost, like, permed hair. It's not exactly an afro. He's, like, what? He's some kind of European or something. He's white? Not, Are you trying it, to say white? Well, I'm trying to say he's not... It's not, like... I don't know. His hair is interesting. It's kind of like an Italian... I, yeah, I mean, type. I, I would say he does almost, not to be too stereotypical here, but I would say he almost does look like he could be, like, Jewish, maybe. That's also what I was thinking. Um, But it don't, I don't see anything. He really, there's not a lot of information about him on his Wikipedia page. It's very sparse. Yeah. So to, here's what. Uh, oh, yeah, born to Jewish parents. Yeah. Yep, okay. So he is Jewish. So it's like a Jewish afro. Yeah. Yeah, to help explain it. Um, according to his Wikipedia, he is known for his frequent use of puns, 
his oversized handlebar mustache and fuzzy hair, and for wearing colorful bow ties. That's his thing. In here, he's got the nice curly hair. He's got a big uh, handlebar mustache, glasses, um, and he's wearing a bow tie with like a vest and a shirt. And he's got a fat dumpy in this episode. Yeah, I mean... He's a food critic. I mean... <laughs> big old big booty. Old booty. And uh, it's like an old Western, the way he comes in, opens the door, a uh, sea... Seaweed... Sea, sea tum, tumble seaweed? Yeah, there you go. Tumble seaweed. Uh, tumble sweet. Yeah, it like goes in. He immediately he takes sniffs of the of the restaurant. Right, he's critic. He's like immediately criticizing the whole is experience. Like, or that's part of his process. Yeah, uh, he's he takes in a big smell. Uh, Squidward yells at him for letting out the AC. A big whiff. Um, you see his like the shine go down his glasses. It's very western the way it's shot. At first, um, you see just SpongeBob's one eye peering over. He's like hiding and he's very nervous. Yes. Um, and, um, right. Uh, so he walks in, um, Krabs greets him. He's like, You're that television food critic, Gene Scallop. Let me introduce myself. I'm Mr. Krabs, owner and proprietor of this fine. Uh. And he like has his finger up in the air and Gene just basically ghosts him and just keeps walking towards the uh, order in his finger, counter. His like claw gets all shriveled. His up cra- and claw reacts to being rejected. Yeah, deflates. And um, uh, it is funny too because Gene Scallop just has like no expression on his face. It's just like a completely neutral expression but it yeah, does look like judgy in a way i guess you, you know? can't see his eyes and you can't see his mouth because of the glasses and mustache but it has a little bit of like a pompousness of like a you're gonna give me my order and i'm gonna eat it and like uh-huh. don't fucking talk to me like yeah it, fe- it feels that way you know um, this is his job this yeah. isn't a fun interaction so squidward is <laughs> reading the newspaper or something it looks like looks like a newspaper yeah uh, and he's like just of course he's like immediately rude. He's like, "Do you want to order something, or do you just want to block my reading light?" And and he just move. He turns and goes. He know Squidward knows that this guy was coming and everything. Right, and he's just like, "Fuck you, fuckface. What do you want?" Yeah, and he so he starts walking <laughs> so away. So he's just like, he, "Yeah," he doesn't say anything, but it's like the okay, I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> Krabs is like, "What are you doing? You drove him away. Uh, don't you know our lives depend on this review?" And Squidward uh, is like, you know, all that I care about is I'm going home at six. Yeah. Crabs uh, rushes in front of him and he's like, come on, Mr. Scallop, wait, please. You, you, you got it. Before you go, come on. Try one of our delicious Krabby Patties. His claws also were looking more uh, clawy. Like, more dimension to him for some reason. Almost made him look fuzzy. I was saying when we were watching this, this episode does just... Something about it looks different to me, but I don't know. Now that we're looking at it again, I think it might have just been on that screen for some reason. Yeah. Everything felt very zoomed in. Like, less wide shots and more, like, very close shots to me. But I don't know if that was just something weird. It doesn't look that strange to me now, looking at it. But 
Sure. I don't know if I'm just yeah, making I mean, stuff up or what. It's also an Aaron Springer and, like, you know, some people who we don't have well, seen he a just, lot of uh, on the good episodes. He just wrote it, I think. Or, no, he storyboarded it, too. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I guess that makes sense. Um, But, yeah, not, not bad, just different. Uh, Krabs is like, you know, get you a burger, absolutely. And he starts, uh, like, spitting all over him as he's trying to get out this word and he goes right. f- 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 complimentary he can't even say free right yeah yeah it's like too too much to say free yeah uh this is a great shot here we can see the krabby patties almost assembled uh there's mustard being squirted on it we see spongebob's doing it at his table Right. And he even gives weird. him the the arm up as the okay. That's enough, enough mustard. mustard. Yeah. Puts on the the top bun with tongs, and his pupils are so small they're basically dots. You know, you can tell he's he's real nervous about yeah. this. He's like, oh my god, is it good enough? I don't know. Like, but uh, he Mr. Krabs dismisses him and he tips tips the hat, and he um, kind of like bows out. Right. Right. Uh, but uh, he's nobody. Yeah, so right. Crab uh, says to him, "Like, don't worry about him. Just some fucking guy." Yeah. Uh, but so Gene grabs the burger, takes one decent sized bite, uh, gulps it down, and then just sort of plops the sandwich down and walks out the door without a word. And Mister Krabs naturally takes this as. Oh fuck! Like we're he hates us. Like he hated it. We're doomed. Yeah. Yeah. He says we're, we're gonna doomed. be shunned. Um, and then immediately it cuts to static, and it's a TV show. So it's like, you know, it's kind of funny to think of this as being the same day. Like he left and is immediately at there, or it's like just some someday in the future. Um, right. But this is. Uh, I feel like this was a funny joke too. Where it cuts to like this woman fish anchor, and there's like a box of like a basket of real kittens, and she goes, and there were no survivors. As she's like, you know, moving on to the next thing. Right. It's like, like what could that story be? Yeah. Those poor kittens. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It's silly. Um, and then like yeah, we Baba. see a male anchor, which is not Perch 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 Perkins. It's, it's a different guy with a big chin. Yeah, it looks like uh, like the crimson chin. Yeah, it's like cleft chin. Yeah, uh, but he's like, uh, "Thank you, Bob." His name's Bob. Yeah, right. And they have the TV set up in uh, in like on the floor of the restaurant, and everyone's looking at it. Even the people behind it, <laughs> yeah, are looking, looking up at, at it. it. Yeah. Um, and it's an old TV. You know, it's a box TV. A big so old it needs box, a big yeah. like platform but yeah he's like she is so tacky. squidward yeah he's judging uh the news and uh bob says and now it's time for bottom feeding with gene scallop turn it up squidward here we go this is so good too where he's like thank you bob and we see gene and his little uh logo next to him this week i visited and then bob butts back in you're welcome gene yeah like and and then he just has like this smile like he didn't even like real he's he just thinks he's being like polite and yeah he's, to like, say you're welcome yeah he like didn't like purposely interrupt him like uh it's just it's a very funny moment I yeah liked I, this a I lot. love that it sh- the shot is like them two next to each other right. for a second and Gene just has that look of like 
uh, okay. Uh, like, yeah, it's like, <clears throat> gets kind of back and into like, it. And then, yeah, this is the first time we actually hear Gene speak, and he speaks really, like, well. And, uh, For an you know, two year old man. Well, I was just thinking, like, because we haven't heard him speak yet, it's like, oh, like, whatever. You don't know what. Yeah. yeah, it's just like a mystery, and then he just has this personality that sort of oozes out of him, you know? Um, yeah. And I can see why he was, at one point, a popular guy on TV, like in the 70s or whatever. Even like, earlier than that. Yeah. Black and white, for sure. But I could see why people would be like, oh, this guy's great. I just love hearing him talk, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, cause, He's a personality. Yeah, there's a lot of charisma there, for sure. Um but he talks about the Krusty Krab. Uh, it's a local Bergen, Bergen, Bergen stock, <laughs> a local Bergen. burger joint that is uh, second to none, or should I say, second to run? Since, since yeah, <laughs> this critic, I don't know. That's funny to me the way they talk like that sometimes. Um, wanted to make like a banana and peel out not split yeah. like you would think i know right? that, i like that it's like yeah he's not corny like he's using a line but he's adding a little flavor to it right right, right yeah a um, little in banana a, in a flavor. different pun yeah he's a pun guy it's a red banana huh <laughs> <laughs> you know red there are red bananas do you know about that uh no I know yeah. about green ones. They taste a little bit different. Oh, it's wait, like a different. Things? No, it's 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 literally they're called red bananas. Like they have them at Kroger sometimes. Cool. They taste slightly different, basically, but they look different. Sure. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, he's like, this critic wanted to leave the minute he saw how drab this crab really was. Right. He rhymes everything and is and is punny. Like yeah. like it said on his Wikipedia. And uh, the like other anchors like, that bad, huh, Gene? Barbara, once I stuck my beak through that door, my appetite flew south for the winter. Right? Bird Another joke. clever little pun thing, yeah. I mean, I'm not kidding when I say this restaurant smells like the rear end of a goat. Okay, that I didn't get that the first time. Kidding. Like a kid, goat. Oh. Yeah. Because at first I was like, how do they know what a goat is? And why would they put it in there? But then it's like, okay, now I see the pun. Since I see. The, I didn't get that Since either. it put that in quotes for me. It kind of helped the no uh, subtitles. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then people in the Krusty Krab sniff, and they're like, huh. You right. Know, they're trying to, like, they're starting to see. They're watching it on the floor, and everyone's seeing this in now live action while it. they're eating. And they're like, oh, it does smell bad in here. Yeah, I didn't realize all these things. And right. uh, how was the service, Gene? Bob butts in. Yeah, he says, you could find a livelier, you could find livelier help at a graveyard. And I'm not just coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Uh, the manager stunk so bad. Management. I had, I had to get but, my yeah. sweater dry cleaned on the way home. <laughs> With me in it. Right, right. Even wore it. And that's the line that people are like, all right, fuck this place. Yeah, like, this, With me like, in it. <laughs> he's just saying bad thing, bad thing, bad thing. We're done. I don't know. It, it, I guess it's not, not what's really going on, but the way it feels almost is like, they were like, oh, you had to get your clothes dry cleaned. And then with me in it, they're like, oh, now that's, that's over the line. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. 
Now that's too much. And then uh, so they're leaving. They everyone's walking out together, uh, and however, yeah, right. The, and they all look back at the TV like, huh? Like at the end of my visit, I chowed down on a meal that titillated my taste buds and gratified my gullet. This that sponge behind the grill is no square. It's funny because his like words are so good. I feel like we have to read this part word for word because right. it's so good, right? Right, right. It is uh, well done. He's no square when it comes to cooking. Right. And, and now uh, everybody's back in and they're like ready to eat now. You know, they, the guy's so, got knife or he's got fork and spoon. I was thinking about this. Yeah, you wouldn't even use that. Tom licks his chops. There. But I was thinking like, so none of them ate yet? <laughs> or they're all like, actually, I want to eat here again. <laughs> like... Because they were already sitting down. You yeah, know what so I mean? they probably like, they already ordered. They probably ate already. Right. The I don't tables know. are it was funny. They're yeah. like, wait a second, I want to eat here again. Yeah, I want more. <laughs> if uh, crabs, what did it say? If he wanted to soak up the dough, um, yeah, let's read what this says again. Uh, if crabs really wanted to soak up the dough, he'd sponge it up. Soak up. Yeah, sponge. yeah, yeah. He'd good. sponge it out. He'd over sponge it. You can never have too much sponge. And uh, Mr. Krabs' pupils uh, slop machine up and are replaced by little SpongeBob's. Yeah. Now, for me, you know, I see this as being a little bit deeper meaning of the episode. I mean, maybe it's just the way that we see art, but I feel like Krabs in this situation is a lot like Nickelodeon, when Nickelodeon's like, yeah, SpongeBob, all these people hate it. But it's like, you know, because it was controversial a little bit here and there. Sure. Um, but then it's like, but it's fucking amazing and everyone loves it. And if Nickelodeon wanted to make money, they would milk the shit out of this sponge. And that's essentially what they were doing. And then Krabs kind of is Nickelodeon and SpongeBob is SpongeBob the show. And we see like the effects of him getting run down and stuff through the rest of it. This I is kind of the beginning of that metaphor to me i guess i hadn't thought about it that deeply but i did basically come to the same thought especially when the guy says i'm a huge spongebob fan which we haven't gotten to yet but yeah that was when i was like oh they're like referencing rea reality here you know it's i didn't like, think about it as deeply as that but i think you're right it's like much. the gang the gang uh tries to win an award or whatever uh, where they make an episode that's like, we don't want an award for best bar is like them saying like we don't want, we don't want to get like a reward for being a great TV show because then we have to do what all those idiots want you know. But then yeah. the episode is them doing that. It's right. kind of like a meta thing. That's I could see a lot of that in this, but I think it, it's it kind of peters in and out, especially like at the end. There's really no like message, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I saw in this, and this is kind of the beginning. Krabs now is like, uh, all right, he said it. I'm going to sponge the shit out of this. Um, you know, he's like, that's me boy, SpongeBob. That's me boy. And he sees him even as a dollar sign. Yeah, like, and it's like making the cash register jingle noise as he walks out. And it's like spongebob's shape of his body is the uh the cash symbol. the dollar sign yeah the um, dollar sign with two lines which i you know i wonder how that ever came to be because it's not a real thing at all an actual 
typing. Well, I think that's how it just used cartoon? to. I think that's like you. I think that's the original way that it was, and then I think it one line became acceptable. Hmm. I don't know because I've definitely seen it like. And I used to do it that way myself right. when I was younger. Because it, it was cooler, and it was like you'd see it locally, like on cartoons and stuff mostly. I guess that's yeah. what we saw. I don't know but... if I have – I don't think I have any dollars in my pocket. It would be interesting to look at. Yeah, all these people are uh, holding dough. But, the you know, does it even have the dollar symbol on it? I guess I'm, I don't even know where that would be on a dollar. It, it must somewhere. I guess next to the one, right? It do, it has to somewhere on there. Like, it must. Yeah. I would be really surprised if it didn't. Um, it's funny how money is one of those things we've looked at a million times, but you're then you're like, oh, wow, there's, like, this on here, you know? Right. Or this isn't on here. Um, yeah, it's funny. We talked about money, like... We did. Not long ago, like, the design of it. Right, we did. I think that was the last episode. Um yeah, I mean, here here's some of the old dollars. I don't think they uh, have the dollar symbol on them. Isn't that kind of peculiar? Makes sense, though, I guess. But, I've... you know, in cartoon, that's how you would make it look like money, I guess. Or you, And they still have, like, the circle where the president goes. Yeah, it's funny. It makes sense. I mean, but, it, yeah, I was thinking, I feel like it would have to be on there somewhere, but it really isn't. Yeah. That's fine. Interesting. Um, so who even cares? I mean, yeah, I guess the the sense symbol isn't on the sense either, probably, right? Right, probably not. It just um, says how it says the word. One. So it doesn't yeah. have it says yeah, like sense. Yeah, right. Spelled right. out, you know. Yeah. Um and uh, like just like dollars, it says it says the word dollar, so it doesn't need the symbol. It makes sense. Yeah. So, so anywho, these guys got a bunch of fake. Yeah, everyone's money. Uh, lined up, money in hand. This and is it's like a the long next line. day. Yeah, and you can see Mr. Krabs is already change has two guys changing the sign out. The old sign's on the ground, and the new one is a sponge, and it says the spongy crab. The Krusty Sponge, <laughs> you mean? Yeah, the name of the episode, of course. And it even has, like, the worker's hat on it, which is kind of cool. Yeah, sure. The uniform. SpongeBob's fry cook hat. Yeah, that's on my leg. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the Krusty, what did I say? The Spongy Crab? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I guess it makes sense for it to be the crusty sponge you would think mr krabs would want to keep the crab part though right but now he's like the... he he got the message the message was crabs out sponges in yeah yeah he said crabs suck but crustiness everyone loves yes, that of course uh so yeah spongebob reacts kind of funnily i thought to it he's just like hey what's with the new sign he's not like whoa that's what? me yeah right yeah. yeah at no point does he like realize oh this is all about me He's like, right. oh, yeah, I'm making some cosmetic changes. Oh, you mean like when Squidward had that mole taken off his, yep. Or, or no, he's like, uh, well, yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. He interrupts him. What was he going to say? His tookus, <laughs> his dickus, his uh, gooches. Gooches? I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. You, you remember Squidward? You know, Squidward's gooch must look like. 
it's getting tugged all different ways, you know? It's not really like a typical thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he got a mole stuck up there. On his gooch? No, in it. <laughs> his gooch has an in inner his part. Gooch. Yeah. Um, um, so I didn't notice this. Yeah, you can see right away there's someone eating a yellow Krabby Patty. Which hasn't been even made yet. Yeah, who made who made that? Yeah, because um, SpongeBob's coming in. Squidward hasn't started. Maybe Crabs uh, made some early. Who knows? Because uh, Squidward is in a giant SpongeBob suit, and there's a uh, as seen on TV uh, sign next yeah, to him. Little sign on the ground. And Squidward is in his face is in the hat, and it like right. makes it look all bulbous and shit where his head is because yeah, his nose and... is hanging out it's it's a funny way that they did that i like that because it makes his height closer to spongebob's real height you know yeah and the whole spongebob face and all is just like some bottom part yeah this episode did feel like a little bit of it felt more like an older episode to me like this i don't know the crowded restaurant like uh new designs and drawings of things like this like it felt like new you know it didn't feel old regurgitated like it like and yeah. i mean in the same way that when we first watched the old ones you know that's part of why we love them so much is it was still a new thing spongebob you know yeah. um and it was like what's gonna happen next you know this sort of reminded me of that feeling where it's like, wow, look at this goofy new design they did of Squidward in a SpongeBob outfit, you know? Yeah. Or costume, uh, rather. But. And uh, yeah, SpongeBob just walks by like morning Squidward. Then he turns back. He's like, Squidward, where did you find those shoes? And it's funny because it's obviously his shoes. He like doesn't point out again that Squidward's dressed as him. Right. Squidward hisses at him, and uh, that's the end of that. Uh, this little kid, uh, Monroe. I don't think no, so. just little boy fish. He's got a propeller hat. He doesn't have a name. He he wants a uh, an autograph from Squidward, dressed as SpongeBob, and he's like, no. But but why? Yeah. Well, the first reason is. I have no use of my arms. And he, like, moves the costume. You can see the arms are just, like... Flailing around. Yeah, and he smacks the kid uh, <laughs> with that arm. And Krabs is like, okay, what what's going on? He hit me just because I wanted his autograph. And, and Krabs is like, I'm sorry, little girl. And I think it's pretty clear it's a boy. I mean, even I thought it was that, a boy, too, yeah. He's like... You know, Krabs is so, like, bad with kids. He doesn't know what a boy or girl is. Or, yeah. He, even though this or, kid's not wearing a top. He just doesn't care about kids enough to even, like, notice. He's just like, oh, it's a little person. It's either a boy or a girl. I don't know. Like, Look at this I'm line not going to take there, the time too. to figure out. That, that, that pink fish with the bikini top and, like, the one next to her, they're both also in the back of the line. There's two that look just like them. Oh, yeah. That's funny, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, of course you can have his autograph for five bucks. What a rip. <laughs> yeah. Kid's not into it. But, yeah. um, now Squ SpongeBob, Krabs. Mr. Krabs is showing Squidward these little papers that have SpongeBob's face on them. And, They're napkins. Uh, he's like, look at them. <laughs> 
And he's it like, it looked like some sort of horrific shroud. Um, <laughs> yeah, there this, are new crusty sponge napkins. This has got to be torture for Squidward, who hates SpongeBob. I know. I thought it was funny, extra absorbent, to see that Squidward was there before SpongeBob and already in the suit. Like, it seems very like Squidward would be like, "I'm not doing that," you know, yeah. like. <laughs> For but sure. he's I'm already sure doing he it. Put up quite the thing beforehand that we didn't see. Right, but uh, Mr. Yeah. Krabs is reminded of something. He... Well, I like that. Well, Squidward says, uh, "You need to see a doctor." <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah, that reminds me. I need you to unpack these boxes." So completely unrelated. What's in them? Condiments, of course. We've got tangy, spongy sauce and mild Bobby sauce for the not so daring. In this version, like, SpongeBob's eyelids are, like, closed more. It looks just like a ketchup bottle, but with SpongeBob's face. And it actually, his nose protrudes out of the bottle, so it's not just, like, a a sticker or something. It's molded into the bottle. Yeah, it's it's fun. And it's, uh, oh, clever, says Squidward, but... I know that it, there's something really funny about that mild Bobby sauce line too. I don't know why. I don't know what Bobby sauce is. I'm assuming <laughs> that's a real term, but I'm not. No, I. It's just sponge and Bobby. So it's like tangy sponge and mild Bobby, because instead of mild Bob, you know, he's just milking it and he's not too clever. Oh, I don't think it's a real oh, thing. Oh, SpongeBob. Right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. 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 Right. Mild Bobby sauce. That's funny. Um, okay, yeah, that's even better now. I love yeah, it. I thought it was just completely Bob. random. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, Squidward or SpongeBob runs out and he's like, uh, my spatula's missing. He runs up Captain while he's saluting crabs. I feel like he doesn't do that. That's pretty ever. strange. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why that's happening, but. Krabs has it, and he He's gives it to Squidward. He, like, sticks it into the head of the SpongeBob costume. And uh, he's like, well, Squidward's going to cook, though. And Squidward is even like, that's SpongeBob's job. And, like, obviously, because of this newfound success and the line you have, it should still be SpongeBob's job. Yeah. Like, it's crazy that they're taking him off of the uh, grill at this point. And, uh He's like, don't worry, I have something else lined up for him. As in, like, oh, you were worried that SpongeBob doesn't have anything to do. And it's like, no, he's worried that he has to cook. Uh, And nobody's going to take orders because these two are going to be wrapped up. It's bad. It's a bad business move. He's got to stay in his costume, too. Um, And what does Krabs have in store? Oh, yeah, it's for SpongeBob to peddle this... uh, Apparently, hand oper or like foot operated, pedal operated, uh, train like of a, himself, an analog train, like yeah, no, no motor Steam train. Um, and there's like a bunch of carts behind it of people that he's pulling, and Krabs is pretty much just getting people to, uh, to come, you know, he's inviting them to, to come try it out, and it's like, this, come. Like, hat. Come everyone, come. This top hat, and it's the uh, the fun. Was it the sponge train or something? Uh, and it's only a dollar ninety eight, which we find out is the price of a Krabby Patty at this point. The crusty sponge fun train. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's uh, really stupid because. 
I mean, I get what he's trying to do, but it's like, this is really just dumb to have SpongeBob doing this, you know? But it's like an attraction. Everyone wants to see SpongeBob. Yeah, but so you can't have, have really... him behind the grill. Like, I get sort of where the mindset is coming from, but it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, but that, you know, this is Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. They're, uh, they're like, oh, you guys like SpongeBob? Well, instead of him being SpongeBob, we're going to have him do all this other shit. We're going to parade him around, you know? I mean, now, you know, he has a, like, there's a NFL Nickelodeon thing, right? Where SpongeBob and Patrick and them comment Commentary. on a live game. I've seen that. Um, it, it's similar to that. It's like, let, let's parade SpongeBob around. Also, uh, seatbelts are not included. Mr. Krabs lets everyone know. Yeah, so, like, you might get hurt. Um, or you got to be careful anyhow. Yeah. Uh, so back inside, Squidward is like, how the fuck am I going to do this without my arms, you know? And he's just looking at the spatula on the griddle, and he, like, tries to slap it with one of the dead arms, and it, he smacks it, and it, like, ricochets up, hits him in the face. He goes flying back into the wall of condiments, and pots and pans start falling on his head. It's a bad... Giant forks. Bad deal. Um, Mommy, is that you? He says. Yeah. And uh, SpongeBob is looking real tired back outside. Uh, he's like, I think I should be getting back to the grill now. You know, even SpongeBob is like, well, this is fucking dumb. Like, come on now. Like, look at me. I'm so tired. And he's like, oh, no, you got to give all these paying customers a ride. And it's so weird. You would think Squidward should be doing this. Yeah. Dressed as SpongeBob. Right. Because for the price of a Krabby Patty, this is more strenuous on SpongeBob than making one by a lot. And he can't even do what he's good at. He just has yeah. to sit there doing this. It's just real silly. So but Krabs is making him run himself into the ground. He says, keep trucking, boy. He's got some important business in his office to attend to. He's got to leave. You can see Squidward now walking through the door between the kitchen and the uh, Mr. Krabs' office, it looks like. We don't yep. often see that door used, but I believe that's what's happening here. Uh-huh. And uh, Mr. Like, Krabs uh, is, is this a bad time? bathing in his money. He has the old-timey striped bathing suit on. And goggles. And he's uh, got a kiddie pool full of money. It's a lot of it, money he's made. Look at this. So his goggles, right? They're, like, on his eyeball, like his pupils. And to, like, take them off. He just raises them, so they're still strapped to his eyes, right? But they're not covering his pupils, right? It's yeah. got a fucking. Hurt. It's like on the actual eyeball. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, but Squidward says there's a guy out back with a delivery. Mr. Krabs needs to sign for it, but uh, Mr. Krabs looks like frightened yeah. or okay, nervous. Tell him I'll be right out. Yeah, he's like Squidward caught me at a vulnerable time. You know, yeah. it's kind of how he feels. I think like hope this isn't weird. It's almost like he's pleasuring himself. You know. Yeah, I was just jerking off into this pool of money. Uh, but yeah, Squidward leaves. What does Squidward say that he needs to watch his? Yeah, language? I thought he just said like "ouch." When I watched it, I was like, "That's weird." He said, ow. And then he starts mumbling. Oh, he mumbled. Okay. okay. And he, let's watch the language, Squidward. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know what that's all about. If that's like supposed to be funny or if he's just, it's turning back. He's now he's trying to make Squidward vulnerable. I'm not sure. Squidward's uh, swearing under his breath. Well, yeah. right. I get that. I don't know. It, but they, that's how they say it since they can't. There's no other way to know that he is unless somebody calls him out for it. Right. Yeah, so Squidward is so mad that he's swearing, I guess, uh -huh. is the reason for the line. Because um, he's like, here I am fucking doing this shit. There's doing a guy everything at the back I can, door. holding I on to what I am, pretending I'm a <laughs> Superman. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm doing all this shit, and here you are bathing in the money you're making, and I'm poor as hell, and I'm miserable at work, and this sucks, you know? And so he's like, motherfucker, you know little Stupid crab ass bitch. Yeah, crab ass crabby bitch. Crab ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're delivering these sponge boxes that look have SpongeBob's face on them. We don't know what's in them, I guess. SpongeBox square flaps. He is, uh, yeah, flappy folds. He said, uh, What the hell is all this stuff? Squidward did. Yeah. Still dressed in the costume, and it's SpongeBob drinking straws. With uh, coasters and bib and yeah. his personal favorite, SpongeBob ice cubes. It's like, a, do you ever remember uh, getting these magazines as a kid that were full of like party supplies? Yeah. And it was like, buy a pack of eyeballs. Buy, like, do you remember that in a magazine? Uh -huh. I That's you, like, a weird old memory that I forgot about. Uh, but I remember looking at those. Yeah. But it reminds me of that. Like, he did one of those orders where yeah. it's like, get... You customize these things. Yeah, yeah. Get straws with your face on it. You uh -huh. know, like, just bullshit like that. And like, this is also, like, Nintendo. Because we've... Or, not Nintendo. Nickelodeon. Because <laughs> we've seen some really weird SpongeBob memorabilia and stuff. I mean, I have... Just in this room, I have that SpongeBob ukulele, and I have that cookie jar, and the alarm clock, and... It's it's a similar kind of thing. And obviously, the ice cubes that he has melts because you don't want SpongeBob ice cubes. You want SpongeBob ice trays. That's what the people want. Yeah. So they can constantly make them, and you can as well. I guess, Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, something breaks in his hands, and he has the, water on his hands. Yeah, the ice melts. Oh, the ice, yeah, yeah. Um, and Squidward's like, don't you think you're taking this a bit far? And this is, I feel like uh, people will remember this line, where he's so, or wait, yeah, he, he's so, like, SpongeBob struck. He's like, get back to work, SpongeBob. I'll be in me SpongeBob if you SpongeBob me. And he, like, looks like he's... Uh, high on ketamine, which we know he normally doesn't do during the show, but he does after the show. Right. Like in the game. Right. Mr. Krabs overdoses on ketamine. Right, right. We yeah. all know about it. but um, It's a great game. So, yeah, we cut back to inside. There's a patty sizzling. The transition is money, too. Money? Mm hmm Big money. Yeah, Squidward finally flips uh, the burger over by... Shoving the spatula in his mouth and doing it out of the costume, and he's like, "Ha ha ha!" I like he's proud he did it. Um, and just as he finally does it, Krabs uh, brings in this the boxes they just got, and uh, inside of them are spongy patties, which we've already seen one of. Yes, I right. feel like uh, 
that should definitely be considered like a inconsistency, but uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's they is a little goof, but yeah. uh yeah, it's the spongy patties. So they come in a box, I guess. It's li- so well, there he put them in a box oh. because he we'll find out he needed to put all the SpongeBob ice cubes in there, so he took out all the old patties that they were going to pretty much throw out their old, right? Um, but you can see they're yellow and they have holes like SpongeBob. Looks just like a piece of a sponge. But they're not they weren't designed to look like this. Uh he you know, he's just using them because they look like that. He said, I want you to start using them. And when Squidward asks, he says, they were patties in the freezer we didn't have room for. Uh, and they turned yellow. Um, Got to keep those SpongeBob ice cubes somewhere. <laughs> and he's like, right, okay. you, you mean to tell me that you actually expect people to pay $1.98 for a rotten patty? And... Krabs is like, oh, oh my God, you're right, Squidward. You're so, f- you're so right. When you're right, you're right. All this instant success is scrambling me brains. We'll make them two ninety eight. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we'll make them pay even more to poison themselves. Classic. To death. Yeah, right, right. Makes sense. Um, the sp- w- the uh, the steam whistle too. It's kind of funny. I I think that's just how some cartoons do it. But, like, in its natural state, it's smiling. Like, it looks like it's smiling. And when he pulls it, it's, like, screaming. You know, it's just a fun right. little visual. It ha- Yeah, it's, like, almost like it's a- alive. Like, yeah. it has expressions. Yeah, it has very, a face. very Steamboat William. Yeah. Steamboat, Steamboat William. Bil- Steamboat Billy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we're back outside, and SpongeBob is, like, you know, still tired and not now he's just laying down he's like exhausted and the people in the car right behind him are like mad immediately like we didn't hey pay three dollars to watch you take a nap so now we know he raised that price two to three dollars that's right yeah and he's like yeah dance monkey like yeah it's very like more spongebob make more episodes come on guys we need you guys to pump out these spongebob episodes we're making so much money off you and this is them saying like Chill the fuck out. Let us just make good episodes. Because, I mean, we can tell which ones are rushed and which ones have some some polish and some, some thought to them and some love. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I didn't realize how deep it got. But I think you're right. I think that is what's going on here. Or it really feels like it anyway, now that I'm thinking about it. But, uh... Yeah. This, this like, ladyfish had a very weird voice. And too. then, yeah, and... Um, and that's when we find out they don't even know it's the real SpongeBob. So why does it have yeah. to fucking be him? Because exactly. they're like, that's the worst SpongeBob costume I've ever seen. Almost it's like, said SpongeBob. It's him. Yeah, right. It's like, no, it's actually perfect because that's exactly what he looks like because it is him. And they're like, ride, ride. So it's like, this episode of SpongeBob sucks. It's not even real. And it's like, it is. It's just under. It's overworked, and that's why this is SpongeBob. It's a, you know, a little bit before this, it was growing to be a tired show um, because it's ran into the ground. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say for us, too, it, it still kind of comes and goes this season, but it, it's more into the coming than the going uh, recently. 
it started with the going and now we're at the coming you know that's the best part yeah it you know i don't know i feel like this is a very unpopular opinion but when it comes to sex i feel like the end is the best part, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure nobody else feels that way. There's a um, funny joke <laughs> in the w- Wet Hot American Summer 10 years after, 10 years later, whatever it's called, where the the dude who, his whole gimmick is that he's like, oh, yeah, I bang chicks all the time. Like, I fuck so much, you know, but he's actually a virgin. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then... uh he finally has sex in the 10 years after thing. And then he's like going around telling everybody about it. Like, he's like, Oh, it felt so good. Especially that part at the end. Yeah. So then you find out like, Oh, he's never even came before. Like that was his first time ever coming Coming, period. Yeah. Like he was like that part at the end was wild. Like (laughs) (laughs) That's silly. It's good Um, shit. Cause yeah. uh, Especially if you're hot. If you're covering for yourself, like, yeah, I have sex all the time. But then you're like, oh, yeah, I had sex with this girl. The end, oh, my God, so good. It's like, yeah, we could have inferred that. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Like Speaking positively about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's uh, SpongeBob dips out while there's, like, an angry mob in the back of his uh, train. And I guess that's something that ties the two episodes together. Even though they weren't originally paired, they do both have angry mobs with torches and pitchforks. That's true, yeah. Um, and uh, we see, you know, there's a guy taking a p- picture. He's having someone take a picture of him in, sp- in front of this. Yes, he's having Harold. This guy, I would just call him Pants. I don't know if he is. He looks name. like Fred, but not quite. But it's different. Yeah, similar to Fred though, and but it's Harold taking the picture out front. There's a SpongeBob holding a burger that's obviously got to be reminiscent of Big Boy. Yeah, even right. the eyes. Yeah. You it's can like tell. a big statue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The eyes have like are Pac-Man shaped on the the iris. Yeah. Um. So he like picks that up and runs with it, puts it on the... just before they snap the photo. So the photo will be him next to nothing. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. And they don't even notice. And then he puts it on the ride. So he's like, you know, they'll yell at this guy. I can I can get back. He right. squeezes in through the crack in the door. It reminds me of another wet hot American summer joke. Just because I was thinking about it, where they they have there's like a scarecrow and they're these parents are all mad they're like looking they're like where's mitch we want mitch and they're like oh that's mitch over there and it's literally a fucking scarecrow and then they all run over to it and start talking to it and they're like (laughs) okay that's only going to keep them distracted for an hour maybe two yeah like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like that kind of stuff that's that's like the good dumb humor have you ever watched wet hot american summer yeah when uh let's see i don't remember exactly when but I, it might have been 2020. It's like when I was the watching perfect a lot because you used to always talk about it. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta watch it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought it was funny. I don't know. I don't remember everything like you it's do. Like, I only seen it once. It's but. one of those things where it gets better the more you watch it. Like you pick up on more. Just you're just like this is the dumbest shit ever, and I love it. My like, favorite it's so is goofy. Uh, H. John Benjamin as a can of soup. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> um. <coughs> a Beautiful. can of soup who can suck his own dick. Yeah. That's yeah. his claim to fame. He's like, I can suck my own dick, and I do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you if you could? Um, so, uh, if you could, would it make you gay? 
<laughs> would it, would you be like that guy sucks his own dick? Are you like, well that guy's gay. He likes sucking dick, but it's like maybe he just likes receiving it more than he likes giving it. But he does it because it's himself. I don't know. <laughs> it's profound, huh? I mean, I guess it's in like today's a, society, if a tree falls in the forest. It's like if a if man a sucks, sucks his own dick, dick and is no he one's gay? around. Yeah, <laughs> and no one's around. Right? You is know, he gay? I feel like this would sound crazy if you said it years ago, but now in 2023, I'm. I feel like it's appropriate to say, even if you like sucking dick, it doesn't make you gay. You can still be whatever you want to consider yourself yeah right? i mean you're you're right in a way and it's weird i know there's i'm not to get too let's just say there's a person <laughs> i know who i who loves there's a person i know who i guess is uh by i mean not I, I won't say anything about who they are or anything obviously because it's not my business to be talking about this but i just thought this was interesting because and then my, one of my other friends was like oh yeah he's gay and then someone was like oh no he's not gay he's bi yeah and it's like Okay, and my friend was like, "Well, he sucks dick. He's gay. Like, you know." Yeah. I was like, "Right, but I it's mean, like, but he eats pussy too." Right, right, but yeah. it's like, and I mean, he wasn't We're saying raunchy it, today. He wasn't saying it as a bad thing. Like, oh, he's gay because he sucks dick. He was just saying like that's the way he understands it. He's like, "Yeah, well, you're obviously he's gay because he sucks dick." But like, like saying saying you're bi is more like he's gay and more. Right. right, and I get that too. It's like too. don't pigeonhole me. But I think, right, right. I guess, I guess the two terms exist to distinguish from one another. But yeah, it is part of the gay spectrum, you know. Sure, uh, but it, you know, there, there's still. I feel like it's it's just because of how like the connotations were before. But you could easily say like, oh yeah, you know, these are my friends. And that this is his girlfriend. It's like, oh, oh, cool. He fucks women. He's like, but he's bi, too. You know, that's also a thing <laughs> right. that you can do for sure. No, yeah, I'm not. It's just, like, interesting the way. And I think that's why it's confu confusing for some people. And it's funny. Uh, I heard about this in a different podcast where they were talking about, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. And, like, because they were both like straight before, yeah. they have to explain to people like, "Oh, well, I was straight, but now I'm gay." And it's like, just say Everybody, you're bi. Yeah, just say you're bi. Like, don't explain that you used to be straight and now you're gay. Like, that's not. Just say you're bi. Like, yeah. and that they just don't say that in that movie. Right. Like, it's it doesn't cover. exist. But you when know? you think about it, I would say most people probably think of themselves as being or thinking they were straight at one time and just not knowing what they were sure. because that's like the the default to most people because that's the way that people bring it up it's like you you have to start straight because you know your parents try to force that in a lot of sure. cases or at least that's like how it used to be i mean yeah culturally it wasn't as like acceptable or even talked about and when we did talk about it it was gay is bad you know like oh that's gay even mm -hmm. though we weren't really meaning it in that way right it was just one of those extra it was things like, that they would do it's like oh that's so bad like it's like two dudes being together you know yeah like yeah it's awful yeah it's, it's yeah. disgusting gross which by the way we are totally not anti-gay i hope that didn't 
come no, out that way. I don't think. Is, I don't think so either. It's derogatory. I think, I think it's more explanatory or uh, right, something. right. But yeah, I mean, right. It is what it is, and I, I think gay people and bi people, the whole LGBTQ plus is is all great. You guys Honestly, are doing great. You Have know, fun. I don't. You know? I don't know why. Go be yourself. So, uh, like put in a certain box or like criticized for like what they have sex with you know sure like it's not like people are like oh you hear that guy he fucks dolls or like something like that i mean there are certain things where it's like okay i have to let you know this guy fucks goats because (laughs) that's like that's what i think of him but you know there's no reason you have to be like that people even need to know what you have sex with. Well, I think, and that's where it gets weird because I think the stereotype for What's gay show people, about again? the stereotype <laughs> for gay people for so long was that oh, they're like sex crazed maniacs, yeah. you know. It's which, mostly re- undoing this. I will say some of them are, but so are some straight people, for sure. and so are some this. Like it's just a people thing, not a gay or straight thing. It's, it's kind of like we have to like approach it as we're like trying to wind back some of the like bad stuff that right. came out. It's kind of like weed in the same way, where it's like you have to talk about it in a certain way or whatever, and acknowledge that some people have this preconceived notion because of the rich people fighting against it you know yeah yeah it's it's weird yeah and i know like it's the same kind of thing where you're like well oh like i don't i don't want i don't care like you don't need to tell me but like also that's the thing about pride and i think pride isn't something i totally understood until more recently in the past few years either where it's like it's just about acceptance it's not Mm -hmm. about forcing or being like hey i i fuck guys or hey i fuck everything or whatever that's not what it's about it's just about normalizing it Uh uh-huh where i think people should be proud of every aspect i think it does get out of hand sometimes on both sides of the coin where some people take it too far where they're like yeah let me like take my tits out and let's have sex out on the street and it's like that's still not okay so like you know like there's a line, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. And it's not like okay drunk. to be like, fuck those people, you know, for being themselves, you know. Yeah. There's, there's like, a, you know, like anything, there's good and bad that comes with anything. And there's people who are going to be upset for no reason. There's people who are going to take it too far for the sake of thinking they should be allowed to. There, you know, it's it's just one of those things. But overall, all in yeah, all, like our, it's about acceptance. Our view and is just normalization. Yeah, people, people be whatever you want to be and be proud of it, and we'll help you as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else or not help. But we'll, you know, gladly accept and right, right. It's completely you know, acceptable whatever you do as long yeah. as right. I mean, treat people like within people reason. And, Exactly. Like, you can't be a rapist. You can't be like, oh, well, sure. I love raping people, you know? Yeah, that, that's for sure. There's <laughs> certain know? lines, but... Uh, and it's like, yeah, man, you do you. That's yeah, great. Like, yeah, why, why do you care who I have sex with? And it's like, well, it's because it's unconscious people right. or, or young people. it's a child, it's, right? Yeah. You know, there so that's is a... where we do care and we don't like that's, it. That's, but if it's another... Right. If it's most things, it's okay. I mean, that's a totally different subject, but I get what you're saying right how it relates to 
just the line and people crossing it and whatever. People are always going to cross lines. That's another thing that's that's just a human thing. It has nothing to do with your sexuality, you know? Yeah. Um, you don't see a lot of, like, rapist pride parades right. or pedophile <laughs> marches or... <laughs> Things like that. I feel, yeah, no, exactly, right. Because like, those are the bad people. Obviously, sure. that's bad, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're a grown adult, you can do whatever you want, and more power, power to you. But uh, what a weird tangent. I don't even know yeah. how we got down that road. But um, yeah, uh, it all started with SpongeBob squeezing through this door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, somehow. Who knows? Um, but anyways, what he's doing, he's like, oh my God, what a day. What's next? A zombie invasion? What do you know? There's these customers running around, huge old bellies. They're, uh, striped. They're yellow with, uh, or not striped, they're spotted. They're yellow with, uh, you know, SpongeBob brown spots. Um, yeah, but they are like acting like zombies, which is interesting. They're sick as hell. Yeah, I guess they're definitely that's meant all it to is. portray zombies for this like joke. And uh, SpongeBob's like banging on the door of Krabs' office. We're being attacked by a bunch of people that look like zombies with big bellies and stuff. And he's like, uh, "I'm busy." It's like, you don't understand. They're all splotchy and yellow and distended bellies. He bangs on the door so much it falls over right as they try to get to him. And then there's Krabs having an intimate uh, olive appetizer with uh, on yeah. like a candlelit dinner with money. Yeah, just a small pile of money this time when he was jerking off into a huge pool of money earlier. But anyway, I this must be the still last... talk to money. This must be the last little pile that doesn't ha isn't covered in his semen yet yeah and he's right. like oh i better like it's make like this the, these are the fancy better make dollars. this last wine and dine it yeah before you I gotta you gotta really it. yeah you gotta really like do work to get these dollars going but yeah so mr krabs is in his date is interrupted he's got a little bow tie on he's um, wearing his regular pants but instead of his collared shirt Right, the the shirt doesn't even have a collar. Yeah, it's a white shirt. It's just a with white a button. shirt with a little and, bow, tie. A bow tie. There should be a collar because of the bow it, tie. It like makes but... him look like I don't know it, weird. It it's looks kind of weird. Strange. It doesn't right. look formal for sure. It looks just weird. Something looks off about it. But great Neptune's mother's stockings. Boy, oh boy! He exclaims as he sees the uh, the zombies. Uh, so to speak. They're here to eat me money. Of course, that's the only thing he worries about. Uh, SpongeBob grabs him and stops him. No, they're not zombies. They're your customers. Look at them. And you can see, like, uh, one dude that's sandals, right? It's like, I ate this yellow Krabby Patty, and now I feel sick. And then uh, this other guy, he's like, Krabby Patty, eats it, immediately turns into one of them, even though he spits it out. Well, he oh, wait, immediately he? notices that it's uh, rotten. Something's wrong with it, right? Sorry, yeah, he Nobody spits else it out. noticed it. They were all like, "Oh, cool, yellow patties. They taste weird, but I love them." Uh, apparently, but yeah, so he doesn't turn right away. You've but... got serious problems trying to pass this off as a Krabby Patty. And he's like, "It's a spongy patty." Then he turns, and then now he's yellow, and he's like, "Mr. Krabs, what have you done, SpongeBob?" Of course, you poisoned all these people, right? And no, he's but like, I just, uh, 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 I can explain. I and then you, he gets you hear the handcuff noise, and then you see 
He's been handcuffed. Um, Tell it to the judge, Krabs. Right, because that guy who was noticed a was an undercover cop, apparently, or maybe off-duty. I don't this know. This judge is, he looks more like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, he's, he's a big, like, fat fuck. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, they got the bailiff or whatever. Calling the, the courtroom to attention in the case of the people of Bikini Bottom versus Mr. Krabs. Honorable Judge Horace A. Whopper. Maybe he's the, like, fast food judge. He's also <laughs> large. Yeah. Has the um, jury reached a verdict? <laughs> and, of course, the verdict is full of people who are spotted yellow um, that are mad at him. Except that one guy who's kind of inverse. He's, like, brown with white, with yellow dots. Yeah, he's, like, opposite, kind of. But then, who is the... Uh, the jury, jury member, member that reads the verdict off? Well, none other than the well-spoken... Um, Pun-making... Television, Gene... famous... Gene Scallop. Yeah. That's our boy. He's we back. Have, Your Honor. And he's also changed. So he has had... He's went back and had one of the spongy patties. Yep. You think him turned. of all people would have noticed, but... Yeah, he's turned. Uh... But Wait. they find him guilty of all charges. Krabs looks sad, and the judge is like, does the defendant have anything to say before we send him downriver? Yeah, that's where I live, downriver. Yep, it's that's a your shitty house. little uh, suburb south of Detroit. <laughs> um, so then he's like, no, very well. And he goes to, he hits his gavel, but we can see it's a SpongeBob gavel. It's like, And it makes a SpongeBob noise when he hits it, too. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's got its arms out and the Krusty Krab hat and everything. And Krabs is like, wait a minute, Judge. Uh, that wouldn't happen to be a SpongeBob gavel. Oh, yes, it is. It's my prized possession. Right. I bought it yesterday. I'm a huge SpongeBob fan. Yeah, since you started making these, I bought one. Right, which I guess maybe his court date was like a month out or something. So Sponge Mania has been going wild for like a month or something. Yeah. Who knows? So here's here's the meta-ness for me, right? They're like, dude, you're putting out so many. We want so much SpongeBob. And they're like, here it is, here it is, here it is. It's so fast. And then they're like, this SpongeBob sucks. It's literally making us sick. This is criminal. And then they're like, uh, well, uh, you know, it's made us so sick. We're going to drop SpongeBob, essentially. And then they're like, wait a minute. People love SpongeBob. They just want it to be SpongeBob. Right. And that's kind of like what the end is to me. Yeah, it um, makes sense. Because he's like, uh, Krabs approaches the bench. And we see, there it is. SpongeBob is back to grilling. It's like. Here we go. SpongeBob's back to his old self. He's doing his old thing. Get back to some good SpongeBob. Um, and uh, we can see that Krabs is fine. You know, he didn't go to jail. He didn't get fined or nothing. Um, but now Squidward is in the suit, and he's the one pedaling the train, but just for the judge, who he's also been given a whip. So he yeah. can whip uh, Squidward. Squidward into shape. Which was kind of crazy. Um, uh, take him around as many times as you like. I just might have to take you up on that. I like how the judge is like, you know, a judge is supposed to be like a wit wise, you know, sage of a person, sort of. But he he just loves SpongeBob so much, he'll just ride this little fucking train all day. That's uh -huh. all. That's, that's what makes him happy. And then we get Crab saying, ah, I love a happy ending. And he laughs. 
and that's the end. And uh, there's just, you know, I know that it's like just a thing they do where Krabs is a, a really shitty person and then ends up being okay. But sometimes I like it when he gets his just desserts, when he's just eating desserts, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know what but you're saying. Like, yeah, this time it's like, Krabs, you made these people sick and you like treat your employees like shit. And what does he have to show for it? He gets out of jail and everything's back to normal. Or he gets out of having to go to prison or whatever his sentencing might have been. Right. I mean, I would have, I would think prison for like poisoning a bunch of people on purpose, knowingly. Yeah. Right. Right. I would think that's probably. And they said all counts, so there were multiple charges. Multiple charges. Right. Reckless endangerment. I don't know. The judge is uh, corrupt. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. Right. All it takes is a ride on the SpongeBob train, and you're, you're good to go. You can get away with fucking. Poison. Yeah. Uh, you know, Squidward didn't do anything wrong in this episode. In fact, he tried hard, and he gets shafted for it. SpongeBob gets kind of a happy ending, but he went through shit. It's I know. Like, Squidward really just kind of did what he was told. He was very yeah. like obedient in this episode, more so than you would expect him to be. And Krabs was the absolute worst the entire time, and he comes out the best. It's so fucked. the ending, I mean, it's like silly... And whatever, but it's uh, not feel good. It's not a happy ending. When he said that, I was like, no. Maybe as a kid, I was like, that was a good episode. This is funny. But now I'm like, it was a good episode. This is funny. But it was not a good, happy ending. Right. It was the exact opposite. But I mean, I think that's part of the joke, too, is that they're like, yep, fuck Squidward. We're all happy. Yeah. You know? Because Squidward's suffering. Yeah. I think that's at least part of what they're saying there but yeah it was fine it wasn't so bad it really this had a couple really pretty funny moments i thought um which is good and i hadn't thought much about the meta-ness as at at least as deeply as you had and it does make sense like i don't know for sure that that's what they're saying but i think it's very they're saying something for sure um Mm -hmm. they're definitely there is a lot of right especially when he says i'm a huge spongebob fan it's like Right, like, at this point in time, 07, there are, you know, Spongebob has been a worldwide phenomenon for years, so it would make sense that they would make something more self-referential at that point, you know? Yeah, Um, because they were like, I, everybody loves Spongebob, but then when you get sick of it, it's like, they're, in the end, they're fans, you know? They just want to enjoy Spongebob, they don't want to have it shoved down their throat. They just want to enjoy it, you know? Right. They don't want to be gagged. They don't want it on 90% of the time on Nickelodeon. Right, right. They're Right, exactly, yeah. Okay, well... Yeah, uh, I, I liked it. Uh, the meta-ness, to me, made it, you know, just feel like some, some good writing. And like you said, it was funny and uh, memorable. Great guest star. And... Uh, yeah, high props. Yeah, not bad at all. I did really like uh, Gene Shalit, uh as the guest star too. That was that was a good touch. I feel like he really, uh, you know, added a lot. Added a lot to it for sure. Yep. Um, 
So and he was well portrayed, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was a good performance, um, and they used it well in the context of the story. Um, but yeah, so that does it for that episode. So now we'll just take our quick little ad break to talk about Patreon. Check out our Patreon page. That's at patreon.com slash stripe sweater. Um, the name of this podcast, minus the word podcast, of course. And um, you can check that out. You can give us some money if you feel so inclined. Um, we have a $1 tier. That's the Honorary Town Rookie tier. That's a very exclusive club at currently zero honorary town rookies but you could be the first hey it's never too late to sign up um but i think that's probably mostly because most of our patrons and by that i mean all of them do decide to opt for the honorary or not honorary town rookie i just said that uh goofy goober tier which allows you know you pay three dollars a month for that and you get a personal shout-out from us on each and every episode of our show going forward. So right now, in this middle break that we do uh, between the episodes, that's when we shout-out our patrons, and uh, I'll throw it over to Zach to let you know who they are. I've never told anyone this. I wrote a poem once, and it's called Jordan Lang. We also have... Inaudible lad, Jacob Borth. And that's why you're my cookie wookie teddy bear. It's Alyssa Ulrich. And we spent his hundred bucks already. It's Nevin Alexis. Indeed. You so. guys have been patronizing us for so long. And uh, we really appreciate it. And would love to invite everyone else to join this exclusive list and, uh, you know, let us know that you love the show and want to help make it happen. Right. Uh, There's more podcasts to be had. The more support we get, the more podcasts we can make. So check it out. Patreon.com slash striped sweat. That brings us to the next episode. Sing a song of Patrick. Indeed. This episode aired on February 19th of 07 originally, which is a different date than the other one because these didn't originally go together as we've talked much before, about yeah. yeah um so storyboard directed by luke brookshire tom, and tom king and it was written by those two along with stephen banks um creative director of course as always was the big baller himself vincent waller and animation director anus tart alan smart <laughs> You know, you know about Anus Tart, yeah, right? Of yeah, yeah, a new start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, supervising producer, I bet you could guess for those listening at home. Uh, it's the same guy it's always been. Ribbit, ribbit. It's Paul Tibbet. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. You didn't know? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I, I know. I see. I I tricked you. I made you think you knew who it was gonna be, and then I 
switched it right at the last second. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot of the people who worked on this show that are on uh, Twitter, but one of them that is is Paul Tibbet, and I do follow him. That's great. Uh, one of the last things he tweeted about was Power Wash Simulator. We never talked about that. You ever played Power Wash Simulator? No, I've thought about it, though. I have a power washer. That's cool. have not played the game, um, but they made a SpongeBob version of it. Where you can like clean up the cum bucket and the rusty crab and everything. Wow. And it has uh, squeaky shoes. Just kidding. It has the actual names of all them. Uh, but yeah, he's the, uh, the ribbit inhibitor. Mr. Paul Tibbeter. Um, we start with an establishing shot of Bikini Bottom from afar. As we zoom in, we see. We are now at the comic book shop where there's a Squidward comic. Um, <laughs> yeah, there is. We see one of the Weenie Hut Juniors nerds, the one with yeah. braces, reading a comic. I haven't and seen him in a while. Behind him is Patrick, who is reading and reacting to a comic book. Look at that snake, too. It looks like the one that was also in the Salty Spittoon episode on Reg's arm that danced. Or not Reg, it was on the other guy. Yeah, the guy um, who got it. Or it looks tattoo. like Trogdor without the arm. You know, I don't remember silly. getting this one. Yeah. Cha-cha-cha-cha. <sighs> um, but yeah, so Patrick is like, oh, no. And then he's like, oh, uh, he starts crying. Uh, he laughs. Yay. He's reading this comic book out loud. Like he's verbalizing his emotions. Right. And this, the, the one uh, Weenie Hut guy's like, Oh, if only inaudible lad were here right now. Yeah, so he could... Snarky little comment. Right. Um, so, yeah, after he's done reading it, Patrick shoves it in his mouth and eats it. He yeah. chews it and swallows it. Nothing and satisfies like a good story. As he rubs his tummy, yeah. So, no, it's just a goofy thing. But it's on par for the course for Patrick, of course. Um but SpongeBob walks over with a big stack of books. Covering and, uh, him completely. He says them. something to Patrick, but Patrick thinks the books are walking and talking. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I wasn't going to eat all of you. And he's like, it's me, Patrick. And then he Peek. peeks from behind. Patrick then decides to burp, like viciously burp. And one of the pages flies out onto SpongeBob's face. And he's like, what's this? And he's whatever like, whatever it is, it is it's yeah. mine. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this is a weird thing to say. It's funny, though. It's like, unless you want it. Um, but they, he, like, he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he, he can't, he can't interpret it at all. He's like, what do these words say? So we know he can't read. So he wasn't even reading the book. But Just comics, reacting to the pictures. Comics yeah. luckily have pictures, yeah. Uh, and it's basically, dear comic book reader, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, um, what the fuck? Have you ever thought about turning one of your poems into a song on the radio? I've never thought about anything. That's, <laughs> that's a good line. That, that's funny, yeah. Send in your poem and $100 and we'll make it a hit. Uh And then he's like, can we go now? My arms are getting tired from holding all these uh, books. And... Patrick's like, I could make a poem and everyone would loved it and I'd be a star. And he's like, uh, you can't always trust the comic book ads, Patrick. Uh, those x-ray specs I ordered couldn't see through people's skin at all. Only their clothes. 
And he like he's like, oh, only their he's clothes. Like, yuck. He's like, yeah, like I, I've seen everyone's wieners and tits, and ugh. I hate naked people, naked yuck. fish people. Yeah, but he's like, I just want to see their fucking bones. <laughs> I just want to and see I, their and organs. I'm looking at their yeah. looking at their downstairs mix up instead. <laughs> uh, it's like plus you don't have a hundred dollars. Then the his wallet falls out. He's like, uh. Could you get He's that? trying to get it with his foot. Because like, his hands are full. I know, it's just funny. Like, what are you going to do with your foot? Kick it up? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and Patrick looks, hey, look, I just found $100. Pulls it right out of the wallet. Yeah. yeah. And he's like... It's a sign that I should make my hit record. He's like, uh, no, that's my comic book money. It's a sign <laughs> that right. fell from the back of your pants. I've so, learned to trust signs like that. Yeah. And, in a way, it's kind of like, you're like... Shitty Patrick, like, why do you got to do that? You literally just stole his money, right? But it's also like, you know, I don't hate Patrick for it, and he does it in such a way where he's like, he doesn't even realize that he's stealing it, even though he should, and he doesn't really know money, like, he doesn't get it, he doesn't spend it a lot, you know. It's sort of a similar, it reminds me of the well, it's not my wallet, like, yeah, where it's like. I don't know. He sees a wallet fall on the ground and he just immediately forgets who it belongs to, uh-huh. regardless of who it is. Yeah, like, <laughs> it resets his brain. And he's like, oh, a wallet. Holy shit. <laughs> and then the, the guy who I assume works there. Hey, are you going to pay for those comics? His arms fall off. No. And then uh, the guy kicks him out of near mint comic books store, which looks very like, you know, like a... Uh, industrial warehouse from the it's outside. It's a design so that's how they we've all never seen before, really. But yeah, yeah, it's like got a big book with a chunk ripped out It's kind of top. funny because it's called Near Mint, but then it's clearly like the the logo is like not Near yeah. Mint. It's like... Just this one page. I would know? I would say acceptable yeah. is what you would call it but on not, eBay. Definitely not Near Mint. Or yeah. like uh, damaged even. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he tosses gets, him out, and yeah. uh, he doesn't have his arms because they just fell off. And he's like, uh, "Can I have my arms back?" So although we know he can he should be able to regrow them immediately, but like not, this, not this time, or this, yeah, or just uh, when he's hearing about the hash singing sla- slinging slasher, and he's just eating his that, hands yeah, and shit. Uh-huh. That's um, what I meant. He's like, like this? And he pulls it oh, off. Like this? Like oh, this? That is the same episode, yeah. isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, now Patrick's at SpongeBob's house, and he's basically telling him, I don't want to be disturbed. I'm about to erupt with a masterpiece. Like, it's like, well, then why are you here? It's about uh, to come out of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he he's leaves. Good luck. Just then, right as the door slams, uh, SpongeBob opens it back up. Patrick actually opens it up and crushes him behind the door right. between the door and wall. Right, he rings the doorbell and then pushes it open. Um, he's crushing SpongeBob. He asks him if he could borrow a pencil and a paper and a place to work. So that's yeah, funny. Yeah, and then so, it just transitions to SpongeBob's uh, the, it's like desk. It's like his study yeah. desk. Yeah, it's, it's got a clam chair, uh, like wooden desk, and then a coconut lamp. Yeah. It's like coconut and bamboo. Like lamp. a tiki kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's cool. And a, and a like, portrait of a snail in the back. Right. Naturally. Um, he, he shakes the pencil and he's like, SpongeBob, the pencil is broken. There, it won't make, why won't it make words? 
He's like, uh, you got to think of the words yourself, dude. Like, you never wrote something down SpongeBob's before. such a sweetie. Like, he's just like, oh, you got to think of the words. Instead yeah. of being like, uh, never used a pencil before. Like, that's what I would be like. Like, for real, man? Like, what yeah. do you mean? Like, yeah, exactly. you thought it just did it on its own? He's <laughs> like, I think I wrote a poem once. Cut to a flashback of Little Patrick Star. Um, he's tiny baby boy. He's got, like, a... Donald Duck type hat. Right? I know. I I don't know if it's the right thing, but I want to say like a little Dutch boy kind of hat. Yeah, I don't know. it looks like a like a small chef's hat, but it's blue and has like a red ribbon on it. Yeah, it's like an old timey kind of gimmick. A poem by Patrick Starr. Roses are blue, violets are red. I have to go to the bathroom. Shoves the paper in his mouth and eats it. Loud burp, and then he bows. This is his memory of writing a poem. Just then, a gym teacher comes up. You can tell because of the whistle, the hat, and the the fitness attire. Um, How many times I got to tell you? This is gym class. Blows, Blows the whistle. Yeah, and they all start, like, the kids we can't see just dodgeballs start coming in off screen and pelting, pelting him. Pelting him, yeah, and he just, like, gets down on the ground, tries to Dodge protect balls. himself, duck and cover. And then we see back to current day, the door opens. It's like dark in this study room. And, yeah, um, and we can tell he's like already correlating uh, poems and dodgeballs. Right, uh, but the door opens and it's SpongeBob holding something that looks like a dodgeball. It's his like silhouette on the wall, and it's um, like you can see through where his mouth and eyes. Are. Right, it's you can see his mouth silhouette. and eyes, but it's like he looks deranged in it too. It's made meant to look like oh like man, like a nightmare. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and then Patrick evil. freaks out and ducks under the desk, and he's like, "Don't hit me with a dodgeball!" And you see SpongeBob standing there with Gary, who is inside of his shell. That's what the ball yeah. object was. Why would I hit you with a dodgeball? It's like, well, I never told anyone this, but I wrote a poem once. And SpongeBob's like, no. But yeah. wait, there's more, as if that wasn't bad enough. Right. When I read it to the class, they pelted me with dodgeballs. I didn't even realize he used the word pelted, but I think that's the the dodgeball term of getting yeah. hit is pelted. What else do you get pelted with? Uh, like beans? Pelted with, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like what would you... Like, if I threw an apple at you, would it be considered pelted if it, like, explodes on you? Or, like, a water balloon? Pelted? It's, like, pelted, it means, like, repeatedly over and over. Like, so it's, like, I mean, at least that's the way things, my yeah. brain interprets it, is, like, you're getting pelted with hail, let's say. Right, if I know? hit you with a car, I wouldn't be pelting you with it. I wouldn't think so, no, yeah. Yeah, or if I'm punching you, I'm pelting you with... It has to be yeah, something else. Yeah, like, like I'm... Like, Pummeling. Yeah, like, more, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, I think. Interesting verb. It, it's, no, you're right. It's I related never to dodgeball it. directly. Dodgeballs do not hit people. They pelt people, well, is what I think. Well, Even I would once. say getting hit with a dodgeball is different than getting pelted with dodgeballs. You would say, because pelted, rep it means, like, you're getting... It's it's smacking yeah. you over and over. That's that's the way I would think you, about this it. This is funny because I brought up the apple. This this says as an example of pelt. Two little boys pelted him with rotten apples. But yes, it does have to be multiple. Of it's something. a plural sort of right. thing. Yeah. So if I like 
was just me and my friends were just driving cars into you. We're pelting you with vehicles. Yeah, if yeah. it was like a bunch, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think hail is another thing. You, yeah, you would pelted say like, with hail. Like yeah, the house got pelted with hail, not you know? rained on. Yeah, it didn't get hail. I mean, you could say hailed on, but I think you could. You would say pelted. Yeah, people would start looking at you funny. Yeah, yeah. People would be like, to say hail. That's uh, you know, that's why we had World War Two. <laughs> yeah right exactly um but uh yeah so he's like did you know i wrote a poem once no but that wait there's more they sort of hit me with dodgeballs because we were just because we were playing dodgeball you know right. he like and says the absurdity of it but it still hurts it's him. great there's he's like crying. some uh dramatic music playing and then you see it this is a joke they've done before but it I was like still it. funny, yeah. Yeah. And it was, I, I think it was funnier because it was Gary who put the music yeah, on. Yeah, because it wasn't on, and then it was on. Yeah. And he, SpongeBob SpongeBob it brought off. Gary into the room, and Gary was like, oh, well, I'm going to put my music on. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I just love dramatic background. And music. then, yeah, SpongeBob is like, hey, could you, yeah, he puts not right the, now. He puts the needle, the needle off of the, uh, the vinyl. Uh, the record, yes. The record, yeah. And um, he's like, you can play your records later, Gary. Um, yeah, I fine. loved that that line. Yeah. Uh, but I like the line he says next, too. Uh, Gary does when it's his turn. But yeah, so uh, he's like, "That's is that why you're having trouble? You know, you think you're going to be hit with dodgeballs? And he's like, no, I'm worried my poems aren't going to be good and that you'll hit me with dodgeballs. Yes, that's, the, that's what my worry is. My main concern, I would right. say, is that. He's like, well, I don't even own a dodgeball. Do you, Gary? And Gary looks to the side and he's like, meow. You know, he's like, we're, it's like, like he's saying no. no, which is like, he does. Gary has dodgeballs. Right, you know? right. But he's like, no, of course not. Why, right, right. why would I do that? That's funny. Um, why would he have dodgeballs? It's hilarious. He's like, I, I, if I'm serious, I'm going to do it. I'm even going to use my brain and he has to like look at his brain and start like trying to activate yeah. it. And SpongeBob like, has seen this before. He's like, "I'm gonna open up a window." We we come to see that this happens right. before. He's really straining. Like he's, he's got taking three a, teeth here, taking a shit. Yeah, yeah, he's curling in his bottom lip. Three, with teeth. His three teeth. That is pretty down. funny. Uh, he's like, oh, oh. you know, he's like trying to turn Super Saiyan, but he's like running out of energy. Three he's teeth. like, he's holding out the pencil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. There's a lot is... of work. He hasn't even written anything. He's trying to think. Do you remember that video of the kid trying Jaylen? to get... Yeah, my name is Jalen, and, and I am a, a super, super Saiyan. Saiyan. That was so funny. <laughs> it's amazing. I should watch that. Yeah! He, like, really... He takes his shirt off. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's, He's like, like really I'm going to put on it. Super Saiyan 3 Goku music in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. He So he starts jabbing the pencil into his head. Uh, we see these gears. They start turning, but they're smoking. Oh, he's got smoke spurting out of Smoking. his head. He's like, oh, it's working. And he's just, it's like he's trying to fight it back. He's like, I'm going to write while I can. And you can see him writing on the paper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, Patrick, don't strain yourself, SpongeBob. He's outside of the door. Um, There's some fart noises him. happening, too. Yeah, it's like it's like machinery and farts and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh. Squidward's the like, smoke oh! is going out the window and it smells I bad. I love that nose. It like shrivels up. Yeah, it shrivels his little nose up. What's that horrible smell? Like Mr. Krabs' claw. 
in yeah, the last exactly. episode. Uh-huh. Um, is Patrick thinking again? He's he's seen it. Yeah, I'm making like, art. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. It smells like something yeah. crawled in your brain and died. That's the creative process at work. <laughs> yep. Ready to go Hell to the yeah. post office? It's done. And this, like, the envelope, it looks like it's got a giant, massive dump in it. It right. looks like a baby diaper. It looks like the diapers. The from, diapers uh, from the clam one. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're scalloped. It's got the stink lines coming off of it. I mean, big, thick stink lines. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the but it's a regular, day. like, envelope, like, w- a letter, basically, but it's, like, full of shit, it looks like. Yeah, like, he... Shoved like shit he, in it. Yeah, like he shoved a bunch <laughs> of shit in there. And then we, it's like the next day. It's Big Shot Records. It's this big record company. Which we've seen before, recently. Yeah. I can't remember exactly when, but this is not the first time we've seen this building. Yeah, this is where they, uh, where they recorded Moon River Rock, right? Yeah, right, right. Moon Precisely. River Roll? Um, yeah, what was it? Was it... Karate Island somehow? No, it was no. more recent. Wigstruck. Yeah. It was Wigstruck. Because they're in a band or whatever. Yep, that's right. They're recording in that band and they get those uh, powdered wigs. Yeah. Okay. So I like the door too. I didn't recognize it. It's like a uh, like a circular handle, but it's like a gold record. Yeah, it's cool. Uh-huh. Um, and that's why records. you're my cookie wookie teddy bear. <laughs> I hate my life. I hate your life too, dude. Yeah, they're Wait, singing this cheesy little shitty song. And the band, you see the band and they look fucking pissed and uh, not happy, you oh. know? Just upset. Yeah, right. Because they're having to record the, like, whatever people send in for a hundred bucks. It doesn't match the sound of the song though cuz the song does sound kind of like happy and fun yeah. like they're not they're doing a good job it's not coming through in their performance that they're miserable but once you see them they're all like i hate my life and the dude's yeah. like I the hate keyboard your life player too, dude. i hate your life too dude <laughs> It's so like good. nice, yeah. Yeah. I also like how anytime there's a band in SpongeBob, they like make it like a '70s style, like generic rock band, yeah. like the way they dress and everything. Uh huh. It's I just that's part of the joy of SpongeBob for me is there is this weird sort of '70s vibe to a lot of things. Sure, for you sure. You know, like with the the cuddly crab like it's all groovy and you know like that sort of thing like mm-hmm. uh and they're all hippies you know there's like a hippieish thing that is part of it's baked into spongebob totally. and i love that um, totally um so the guy's right. like we got 17 more songs to finish this uh, this hour next this is stinky one i wrote this by patrick star yeah it's stinky and it looks like it has slobber so on the it. shit has disappeared oh. but it's still smelly and dirty yeah uh oh there this one's really bad it made my eyeballs throw up the singer or he's the guitarist i guess the acoustic guitarist he looks at it his eyeballs like pop out and then they shrivel up and turn into dust yeah and they're like the producer's like i don't care how awful it is we spent his hundred bucks already which is just kind of funny like they they just got they it. just got it. it right and they just immediately so spent behind. it right um, um 
Yeah, so the guy's got no eyes, but he's like, come on, guys, we're going to do this if it kills us. A one and a two, and a... then we see four graves. And this isn't some, like, misdirection. Everything they do here tells us that these guys died writing this song and right. recording it. I was waiting for it to be like, they didn't really die, but they never go back to it. There's yeah. just four graves, and SpongeBob and Patrick are there with the this other guy. Yeah, why are they there? They don't know these guys. I guess because Spon- SpongeBob, they feel like they killed them somehow. Well, the, somehow yeah. they were told, hey, you... They were singing your song when they died. Or this guy was like, come to these funerals. There's something in it for you. And also that nobody else is there. Like, no family or anything. Them two and this guy who's, like, taking care of their estates or something. Who knows? Right. Some guy. But he has the record of the song. So they did actually get through the song, and then they died. My song, yay. They're just happy. They're like, all right, who cares these guys died? I got my song. Uh, SpongeBob's super excited to hear it. Patrick's worried. You're not going to throw dodgeballs at me? No, I don't see any dodgeballs here. Just an artist in his work. Right. Um, sit down, get comfortable. He pulls up this gigantic speaker, and he's like, uh, are you ready to rock? Jumps off it onto the ground. It's just chaos. But he, like, bounces perfectly into the seat next to SpongeBob, and yeah. he turns it on, and... SpongeBob is immediately like, it's really loud. And you want like, it louder? Okay. okay. Yeah, right. Uh, super loud. Um, yeah. Um, Patrick's cheering as it's going on. The, everything's rocking and shaking. SpongeBob looks miserable. You know, at first he looks like he's like, can't stand listening to this and it's so loud. Um, it's really something. This experience of them listening to it. Gary sees it and hides in his shell, comes out with, like, earmuffs, and he's like, oh, good. Doesn't have to listen to it. So for those who haven't heard this song, including you before this, right? I feel like I had heard this song somehow, but I don't remember this episode at all. It's an interesting little tune, and it's it's kind of an earworm, I feel like. I kind of like it, it, yeah. If you've heard it, you know it. Like, I was singing along with it. And I've only seen this a couple times, maybe. But if you haven't heard it, you can hear it right now. I do think it tastes like beans and bacon is a it's funny a good line. It's yeah. just it's just random. I I'm not saying it's like lol random humor in a bad way, but it's that yeah. vibe of like here are some random words that are funny. Because his brain is just mush. Right. Uh, yeah. But while this but is happening, good. chaos yeah. is ensuing in the town. Or well, no, not yet. 
Right. So first uh, they're listening to it themselves. They're listening to it at home. There's a drum solo too. It's a it like the song is well made. It's a song. All of the indoor plants in SpongeBob's house start uh shriveling, the uh wilting. The paint is peeling off the walls. Yeah. Um everything's uh, shaking. The portrait of SpongeBob's parents are getting upset and Yeah, they look mad. Eventually they SpongeBob's Mrs. Bob uh or Mrs. Squarepants, sorry. She's <laughs> even blinking, and yeah, she Yeah, she, like, out. reaches out to spin them over so they don't have to hear it as much. Right, it's kind of like one of those, like, oh, you're, you got a picture of your parents on your nightstand, girl? I'm going to put this down so they're not watching. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, this is absurd, SpongeBob. I'm not watching I don't want to be yeah. subjected to this. Uh, but yeah, you win this round broccoli. It's completely random. And then that like deformation of like the there is a cool uh, animation on the house. Yeah, uh, it had to be wilting. like hand the... done or something. It's definitely much different looking in the the smoothness of the the wilt, like the. I would guess. I mean, melting. it's. It's probably like an effect, you know, that they, yeah. they've never really used before because it has like a 3D sort of texture it to it. Reminds me of like James and the Giant Peach for some reason. I don't know. I mean, that's probably more nah. so the like peach juice on top yeah. of the speaker. But yeah, it like wilts around them and the speaker falls over, crushes on them. It's not peach juice, of course, it's pineapple juice, but it yeah. looks like. It, it looks the same as James and the Giant Peach in that way. I do see what you're saying. but um, Now there's just like a mushy rubble where the house was, and Patrick's like, that was awesome. SpongeBob is straight-faced. You know, it's like you can tell he doesn't like it. Right, uh, or that's what you are to assume. Yeah, like, but Patrick asks, do you like it? And he's like, so far this episode, SpongeBob has been very, like, level-headed. You know, he's like, Patrick, that's my money. Like, I'm comic book like you know he's just been like real normal not like extra stupid but he's like give me your completely honest opinion and spongebob continues uh well uh how do i put this delicately you know he's like gotta let him down easy but nope that was the best song i ever heard they both love it do you really think so yeah we gotta get it on the radio yeah so uh Patrick tries to grab SpongeBob by the arm, but it rips it off because he's stuck in the rubble, I guess. And uh, follow up joke. Yeah. Uh, they double down on the SpongeBob can't regrow his arms lore of this particular episode where he's like, oh, darn, I just got that arm back. Yeah. Or so maybe like, he liked that arm. He just really way. liked that one. He's, he's like, been that, through a lot. He's like, it. that's a really good arm. I think I'm yeah. going to keep this one. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a little bit of RNG. And he got the, his EVs were high on that. You yeah. Know? So yeah. he had to keep it. So they walk to the K B L U B. K blah, 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 blah. And um, yeah, they walk to the radio station, which is outside of town. Uh, They're so excited to show them. And then right when they get in, they're immediately thrown out. Yes. Uh, but we didn't get to see everything, but stuff did happen. They also put a, like, it looks like a safe vault, you know, like, down. They're, like, never going in. You guys are kicked out and stay out. Um, Sponge they're just laying on the ground. SpongeBob's like, did you see the look on his face? I was like, yeah, did you see his ears? 
I didn't know they could turn inside out like that. <laughs> uh, so, like, this guy had an absurd reaction. Yeah. Um, but they got to get it on the radio. And right. he's like, we got to get that record on the radio. And Patrick, what record? Lay- yeah, he has no idea why they're even there. But while they're laying on the ground, you get a shot from their perspective showing the tall tower. And it's cool. You can see the uh, flowers moving in the sky for uh-huh. that one shot. But uh, so that's when they get an idea. SpongeBob is going to climb the thing so they can play the record at the top of this antenna. And that because that's how that works. Right. Yeah. Uh, Whoever's music is playing higher up the antenna is what gets broadcast. Right. Right. So Patrick decides he's going to ride SpongeBob. Carry me. Yeah. Patrick, he turns, gets absolutely flattened, but managed to get up and pick him up. Telly ho yeah, onward yeah. mush, onward and upward. And SpongeBob's like, okay, he just starts climbing this shit with Patrick on his back. Right. And there's no ladder. He's just really climbing like the edges of it. But uh, he has no problem. Right. Faster, SpongeBob, faster. I like that too. There's like a uh like a they're so high up a satellite goes by, but it looks like a jellyfish. Yeah. Well but it like makes the satellite noises. It's like, uh, I guess it looks like a jellyfish, but it's like, um, there is stuff that looks like that, like in real life, like from the old space era. Um, yeah, but it's, it's definitely I guess, jellyfish ass. Yeah, yeah, I think that is. The way it's sideways and has the antennas out. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I didn't, it I didn't like really a, read it like that at first. kind of looks like a charcoal grill. Yeah, it's like, you know, that. Uh, little radio broadcaster thing in Fallout 3. It's kind of like that. Yeah. You know? Um, so, uh, yeah. So now SpongeBob climbs all the way up. He's, like, bent backwards, and uh, Patrick is standing on his face. He uh, is trying to balance the record player on top of the tower, and it falls, but he catches it. Right. He's like, hmm, the record won't stay put. As you can see, he's standing on SpongeBob's both eyes with one foot and his mouth with the other, and we hear, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, good idea. Yeah, and the way his head bends, the way his head bends over too out of frame is like cool. It's like funny. Like you couldn't imagine what it looked like if it was all in frame, right, right. But it's like a funny little thing. She's uh, so like, oh yeah, it grabs gumball. He has a gumball in his pocket, a red gumball. Um, he chews it up, of course, blows a bubble, of course, because um, it's SpongeBob. They love bubbles. Yeah, yeah. at this point, SpongeBob's saying something like, hurry the fuck yeah. up. Uh-huh. Like, I, this is really bad for me. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> After the bubble falls or uh, like snaps all over his face, he pulls it off, sticks it to the bottom of the record player, jams it, it on the needle. Yeah. Yep. Turns it on and it starts playing the song out loud. And you, you can, can see immediately the see the sound waves, yeah, going across town. And um, it's playing out of everything that plays music, including headphones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Your own personal headphones. I I guess it assu- assumes that person is listening to the radio on their headphones, which at this point in time, oh seven, I guess it's still something an old person might be doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can see there's like a guy running, a guy in a car is listening to it, screaming. This is ah, this it's is in the, my head. This is the same fish from the last episode who looks like Fred but isn't Fred. He's wearing different colored pants. Yeah. It's weird. Um and then 
That fish was in the last episode, too. I mean, probably a lot All of them were. Yeah, it was a maybe. lot of incidentals in the last one. But his head explodes. Yeah, so the two guys, the one has the headphones in, the other has a boom box. They're both hearing it. His head explodes, and the other guy's like, lucky? Yeah, he's like... Like, I wish I didn't have to hear this shit. Yeah, yeah. And the way his head explodes, too, it's weird. You can see, like, the inner shell of his shirt. It. It's one of those weird like, like skin hollow. skin theory moments yeah. where it's like, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> uh, these two, this couple's like laying out on the beach, and uh, the guy's like, "This song always makes me think of you." And then it's the part where it's like, "Pu, what's that horrible smell?" Right. And she punches him, and he goes. Flying. He goes flying. She really wallops him good. It's uh, like nighttime now already, and people are still running crazy. They're flipping over. Yeah, boats, everything's on fire. They're, They're going on top nuts. of buildings. This this guy's flying. They can't stand it. They shove off their uh, control. Yeah, they like rip off things. their uh, their steering th- uh, things. They're not jump. wheels, but yeah, they jump out. They parachute. Uh, the plane goes crashing into the fireworks storage. There's fireworks shooting everywhere. Old man Jenkins comes up. I like it. Yeah. He, you know, he can't even really hear it, probably. He's an old man. Right. But he's like, fireworks are going off like crazy. Yeah, he's doing the fingers thing. Yeah. But now SpongeBob and Patrick outside of town are just seeing the fucking fireworks, and they're like, oh, fuck, they love it. They're celebrating. They're throwing us a party. Or they're throwing a party. You know what a party needs? A bean dip? And he's like, well, yeah, that's important, but I was thinking about music. Yeah. Turn it up, Patrick. Because apparently, you know, you can just turn it up on the the speaker itself, or on the turntable itself, right. not just the speaker. Right. Uh, and they're like, yeah, where is that awful song coming from? So this is now the third time it's played during this episode. Yeah, um, it sort of plays over again. They they can see it at the radio station. They're Yeah, they uh, see the sound waves. They're yeah. like, oh, it's coming from there. They're, they're all the people are conglomerating toward it. The There's vendor, a, yeah, Tor- fresh torches. Get them while they're hot. Yeah, yeah. Get it immediately. Get your torches, and then pitchforks. Stick a fork in it. Pitchforks can't be an angry mob without pitchforks. Cotton candy. Get your cotton candy. Nobody can't wants that. Without cotton candy. Yeah, they they no, don't they that. don't get that. They're like this fucking guy. So now we're back at the. Uh, station the radio station and also like it's dark outside now it's worth noting that it's been that way since the fireworks were going off um the boys are there and um spongebob's like look patrick and he's like oh yeah that angry mob with pitchforks and torches no that's your fan club yeah uh that's not an angry mob it's interesting that patrick recognizes it and spongebob doesn't but yeah He's just not used to being He's famous. immediately like, oh, okay, sweet. They're here for me. Let's sing them a song. Yeah. And um, who's responsible for that song on the radio? They jump down. Well, it's him right here. Patrick Starr, musical genius. And during this whole part, they make him look dumber than ever. His eyes are like... Crossed. They're, but they're like, yeah, one's down and one's yeah, up. But yeah. they're also pointing outward. Yeah. And his tongue's Tongue's out. out. One tooth. Drool. Drool. Burp. burp. <laughs> Let's get him, boys. Uh, they they go to beat the shit out of him, but uh, Sponge and Patrick outrun them for a little bit. Now we see, like, it looks like they're fighting, but it's actually 
them playing a song. SpongeBob's playing throwing, the chainsaw and yeah, the tambourine. He's waving a active chainsaw over his head and a tambourine. Patrick's got a uh, guitar that he's playing. They're just like, ooh, 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 ooh. They yeah. look really dumb, you know? Yeah, they're just, <sighs> but, and obviously they didn't play the song. Pa- Patrick just wrote the words. So yeah. it's not like they're musically talented, but. And they're... SpongeBob wasn't even involved. But this time, this is their first song as yeah. a duet. And that was my new song called. I... Yeah, it's uh, that was funny and very strange uh, because I don't know. That's a very weird joke, I feel like. But it really worked like. uh, Yeah, maybe my favorite of the episode. I think so, too. Maybe probably the biggest laugh, I think, that I that we had um, for this one. Yeah. And the mob is like. Uh, you know, it's it's not that bad. Yeah, at least it got that other that first terrible song out of our heads. He's like, oh yeah, my song, Twinkle Twinkle Patrick Star. He he starts singing it, but then uh, and playing badly on the guitar. But then there's the gym coach, Patrick. Looks like you need another lesson. Dodgeballs ready and like the people who were there as the mob. They all have like dodgeballs now and they. Pelt the boys with dodgeballs, and the screen fills up with dodgeballs, and that's the end. I did like the transition of using the dodgeballs to end the episode. Yeah. I thought that was a good way to do it. I, it's pretty funny. Like it's a, it's a pretty good episode, honestly. I feel like it all, it hits everything it needs to hit. It's not too stupid. The end uh, was actually good too. I think. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, even though this gym coach is still a gym coach after how many years, and he yeah. still remembers Patrick, which I mean, be hard to forget Patrick. I think, but it's it's like he keeps monitor on him. He's like, there he goes. Uh, you know, trying to write poems again. There he is again. That son yeah. of a bitch. He'll never learn. Right. Uh, solid episode. Definitely. Um, these were good uh, memorable song now like the next time you hear it you'll be like oh yeah and you'll probably remember some of the words and you'll definitely remember like tastes like beans and bacon pointy pointy point it you know it's almost like this is and this was the episode by the way of the two that that made it to that top 100 uh thing let's see exactly what that was uh don't remember but i definitely wrote i definitely saw it somewhere do 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 um but yeah i think all around funny jokes good visuals uh pretty silly it was ranked number 75 on the top 100 event in the uk and ireland from 2012 and yeah, I guess there's still a long time between this episode and 2012. I'm thinking like 75 of the top episodes before 2012. That's like, I don't know. It seems like that's like mostly all of the episodes is top 100 at this point. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's five more years for 2012. So Right. But, you know, for us, it's like we don't think there's really any better ones because we only know you know what we know 75 almost feels like kind of high to me but but i don't know maybe i'm wrong 
Uh, I mean, it was fine. It was one of the better ones from this season, I would think. Uh, I enjoyed it. And the song is pretty funny. I mean, it's it's random, but in a good way, I think. They didn't get too stupid with it. They got, like, just the right amount of stupid. Yeah. For sure. A good addition to the Patrick for President marathon, where it first aired with Rise and Shine and Waiting. This is a better pair, I think, just because they're both good episodes. And the other ones were all right. Indeed. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I would say this this pairing might be one of my favorites of the season so far, for sure. Um, trying to think back on what some of the other, like, bomb pairings were. But, uh... I mean, the season has had some good ones, but it's not, I don't know, you know, it's never going to be like the first three seasons where there's the nostalgia aspect as well, um, at yeah. least not in the same way. But um, yeah, I just looked back. This one's my favorite so far, for sure. Um, well, okay. Great time. So the next time that we talk episodes, it's going to be... Episode 10, A Flea in Her Dome, Donut of Shame, and The Crusty Plate. So another three-parter. Another three-piece. Those are not the best, usually. But we'll see. Uh, A Flea in Her Dome. Yeah. Sounds kind of funny to me. Sandy's Dome gets fleas. Uh, The next one is Patrick accidentally takes SpongeBob's donut, and he's just, just... so upset over uh, the guilt of it and Spongebob uh, battles a speck that won't come out of a plate oh interesting yeah yeah I think that's the short one but I that sounds like it would be but uh, yeah we'll see I I kind of remember them you can see on here it says that I've watched them at least once Um, but yeah great times Glad to be here and talking Spongebob and everything else that we talked about. It uh, it was a lot of fun. Indeed. Thanks so much for listening, gang. Um, I am one half of your co-hosts here. Uh, my name's Alexander Beardsley. I'm on the internet under the name Ashton Waganda, A-S-H-T-O-N-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. And also Rexerworth is my musical uh project and that's r-e-x-o-r-w-o-r-t-h um you can find me on spotify and apple music and wherever that stuff is i only have one song out but hopefully sooner than later there will be more uh i appreciate you checking that out um let me know what you think and stuff um and thanks so much for listening to this podcast remember uh we have a patreon patreon.com slash striped sweater um you can go there to support us directly and you know if you like what you hear the more people that support the the more the easier it is for us to to make more content so check that out um and yeah i'm zach main the other one half of your co-hosts totally rad underscore zach with an h i guess i've never really said that before zach with an h if you've never been able to find me, that's why. Um, but I'm that on other me- social medias and whatever. Uh, we do have some cool stuff on YouTube. Uh, if you're fiending for more content under the striped sweater, 
uh, Productions, I think, is what that is. You can hit us up on Facebook, join the Discord. Um, many ways to reach out. Leave a review if you liked it. Uh, and, yeah, we're very approachable if you want to let us know what you think of the show. You know, I we've never received hate mail, right, that I can recall. I I'd so. like to hear some hate mail. Send, send us some hate mail. Uh, send us some Tell us we erotic saw. fan fiction. Send us something cool, you know? Something to wet our whistles with <laughs> in this uh, hot, hot summer. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around. Hope you guys loved this one. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Gucci. That's what we say. We say Gucci Boo.